Tôi tội tội. That pitch you played yesterday. Which Pete? one? This is not Peter King. This is Stephen King. Well, you don't scare me. That was funny. There's going to be a memorial service for uh, Chuck Zink. When? Mo- Monday. Let's see. Next Monday. Monday the 16th at the Gardens Memorial Park on Yamato and Military Trail in Boca. I don't have the time, though. Thanks to Joyce Kaufman for passing that along, but I don't know what time it is. Uh, that's next Monday. Okay, because... Um... I talked to uh, Arthur Hertz from Romeco uh, last week about maybe having Romeco. one at the. Oh my God! Well, that's uh, they. He was the. Uh, I know, but it boy, financial guy. Bad memories, huh? And you know, he knew he and Chuck were old friends, and I said, uh, yeah, I said we should do something in Dade County, and so I think they're working on the uh, on the Wilson Museum as a possibility, where they have all that archival stuff. Mm-hmm. So there might be something here too. I'll be damned. No. So anyway, yes, things are looking up, baby, for the new year. As a Cubs fan, we've been released from the Greg Reed regime, man, from the fear and loathing in Miami. We got a new regime, and everything is really uh, looking good. Before you get to that, yes, I'm hopeful, as I'm sure you are, that Andre Dawson gets good news from the Hall of Fame today. Oh yeah. This afternoon is when they will release the votes. And uh, you were a Cub fan for a long time when Andre Dawson Hi, was I'm Andre there. Dawson of the Chicago Cubs, and this is the Neil Rogers one to two hour Go Cubs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. You like that? I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, the Hawk was uh, one of my favorites. He was great. He should get in. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? More for the years in Montreal, but also with the Cubs. Uh, he had a lot of big years. He was great. Yep. Great arm. Could run. Good guy. Satellite company is didn't like him too well. Or what was that thing he had with his neighbor about his satellite dish? Remember that big flack he had? I don't remember that. Flat flack, flack jacket. Yeah, there was some little. There, there's always you know some pain in the ass neighbor starting a bunch of crap. Not where I live. Good luck, Hawk. No, well, you probably stay anonymous. You stay under the radar. Yeah, except for the little dog that people down the hall have. Yappy. And he starts yipping and yapping. Yipping and yapping. Well, there's a way to solve that. Yeah. Although there's this new dog food that uh, was on. Did you see that story? That, that's really sad. I had more of a drop, you know, the uh, Doug Flutie drop kick. <laughs> You're bad. I could just see that little dog, you know, as he sails through the uprights. Yeah, go out and buy him some, uh, what's this, uh, diamond pet food? You see that uh, pets are dying like crazy from this. But anyway, it's that sad being the dog lover that I'm not, I'm not going to. I take no joy in seeing dogs die a wicked death. Now, if the owners would have died, it would have been all right. Yeah. Maybe that's what you should do. Yeah. Probably not the little dog's fault. Just go after the owners. Make an offer they can't refuse. So speaking of that, evidently the Marlins can't make anybody an offer they can't refuse because no matter where they go, they get the same response. Oh, well, we're sure glad to meet you, but uh, no way. Yeah. We're not going to give you any public monies. First it was San Antonio, now it was Portland, Oregon. By the way, Portland, the mayor has been saying that right along. Right. Because so I don't want the city of Portland taking out any mortgage on our children's future. Uh, I haven't seen any plan that uh, allows for baseball to work here. And in the meantime, I mean, talk about a threat to leave. Uh, the Marlins say they'll play at Dolphin Stadium at least two, but no more than five more seasons. Well, at least they're up to five now. <laughs> yeah, no more than five more seasons. You know, if you we're don't leaving. give us a stadium in 20 years, we're out of here. Yeah, that, that is. And Samson says we're exploring all possibilities. I never thought it would come to this. Boy, pretty sad. I would say. Mm-hmm. 
Especially what they got left for a ball club is pretty sad, too. Well, that's the other thing. It's uh, what have they got to sell? Not much. I say everybody jump on that Panthers bandwagon, baby. Got a couple of girls teams coming up later this week. We got the Blues and the uh, Columbus Straight Jackets. I'm assuming those games are on the road. It's kind that's of Rimmer's team, them. isn't it? That's correct. Rimmer will be in town? Well, I don't know. It, it's, it just says the Panthers versus. I'm assuming it's a road game because it, uh, it doesn't really say here. I don't, I don't know whether it's. Well, they're home. They're, they're home against them. They are home? Yep. Then Rimmer will be in town to rip uh, Denise Potvin in ass. That's my challenge to Rimmer. Say, say right to his face what you told me behind his back all those years, Rimmer. Butch up a little bit about that dumb frog. Oh, and by the way, speaking of dumb people, I know you don't care about this, but uh, two weeks from yesterday is the big Canadian national election. Yeah, I read about it the yesterday. Same, the same mistake here that Americans have made. All of a sudden, they get disenchanted with the liberals, and the conservatives in this morning's poll are way, way ahead. They're going to have a majority government, looks like. Stephen Harper, who in the past was always considered to be a clone of Bush with his own Canadian bunch of neocons, and uh, they're going to make the same mistake. So if you love Bush, you're going to really love uh, Stephen Harper. What a bad mistake they're going to make here. But they'll, they'll live to uh, rue the day. You won't move, though. No, it's not going to affect me. not going to have any uh, impact on my life. I was reading where uh, Las Vegas is going through overbuilding, finally. Yeah, you know, you'd think so. Well, they're building all these condos out there and condo hotels, and some of them are starting to... Be canceled because well, there's a glut. You get to a saturation point. I don't know what that point was, but I guess they finally reached it. Yep. I mean, how much uh, how much money is there out there to plunge your guts? Well, this is this is residential stuff. I bet I bet you they're not too happy about the um, situation in South Florida with the slots passing. Because any, anything that, you know, whether it was Atlantic City or now this, uh, it, it just chip, that keeps chipping let... away, chipping away. Although not that they're missing any meals out there. You think that that would stop anybody from going out there? The fact that there is going to be slot machines at the tracks? Sure. I don't think so. Well, I'll give a personal example. I mean, if I, if I were there, if I was in South Florida most of the time and I hadn't uh, discovered Woodbine here and didn't spend most of my time here, I, I wouldn't go to Vegas again if I could go plunge my guts there. See, the thing with Vegas is after you've seen all the new glitzy uh, casinos and, uh, you know, uh, th that's it. Once you've seen them all, what else is there to see? Well, because inside, when you strip away all the uh, trappings and the paintings like in Bellagio and the fountains and the water fishing and all of that stuff, when you take that all away, it's, it's a bunch of tables and uh, slot machines, you know. It all could be anywhere. It's still a destination that uh, it's different. Because of shows and yeah, you know the entertainment out there and it's a long schlep, man. It's a long schlep for a lot of people and expensive. The, the amount of money you still want to go away. Yeah, well, a certain amount of times, but I, I well, we'll see, we'll find out. I think there are people that go there maybe two, three times a year that you know may not go there once. They said the same thing about Atlantic City. Oh, it's going to mm -hmm. hurt Las Vegas. Yeah, but business. Atlantic City's a, t a dump. It's a toilet. And God, Hallandale, Pompano. Papado's not a toilet. Hallandale? <laughs> Boy, you sure got a bug up your ass about Gulfstream, man. I wasn't even thinking I'd about that. I'd be real careful. I would be surprised if Raul, uh, your good buddy there, shows up at high, at uh, in Hallandale now instead of Hialeah. <laughs> Raul Martinez, your buddy. Well, he won't I'll see me there. I'll be a Calder. Yeah. It's great over there. I agree with that. I have no problem with Calder. Had many of an enjoyable afternoon there plunging my guts out. But 
Anyway, no, I, I back just, into Mike Gonzalez, Jose Velez Jr. days. You know, when they opened up Mississippi, the same. It doesn't matter where they opened up. Oh, and you never found out who Gary Cohen was, by the way. How come I keep letting you off the hook? Gary Cohen? The jockey and then jockey agent, Gary Cohen. Oh. Don't you remember I asked you if yeah, you Cohen did, yeah. was related to Gary Cohen? Yes. You said, how about Marty Cohen? Who is yeah. that? <laughs> and you're supposed to ask Eddie Kay about Gary Cohen. I can't believe that. I forgot all about that. Being the racing maven that you are, he wasn't a bad jockey. He was, uh, and then he became a jockey agent. I think he got injured and became an agent. You're supposed to be the expert on that crap. Next, you'll be asking me who Gary Bain is. Oh, I know who Gary Bain is. <laughs> he's, still, he's still at the top of the stretch, by the way. He's somebody I put an X through. How about Derek Acevedo? I remember him. He wasn't too bad. He was all right. He was okay. He who was, was the guy that died that they had the memorial? What the hell was that jockey? Don, Donald, Donald Rumsfeld. Donald, uh... Oh, well, I know who you're talking about. Brumfeld. Brumfield. No. Yes. Brumfield. Brumfield. That's what I just said. Yeah. I thought, you, I thought you said Rumfeld. <laughs> well, I said that first just to be a wise-ass. Oh. Rumsfeld, that was wishful thinking. Yeah, Donald Brumfield. Boy, that was a long time ago. I know. Well, that's what happens when you get to be ancient. But he won a Kentucky Derby. Next, we're going to be talking about Lowe the Dutchman and Cherry Pop and Bob <laughs> Savage. See, you know, there's something to be said for getting to be an old toad. and not too much to be said for it, but one of the things is look at all the people that we outlived, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying it was there were bad people. Like Bob Savage was always nice to me. He was a good guy. But he was. He's been dead a long time now. Just saw his son Joey last weekend. Yeah, good guy. Joey works at Calder. I thought he also worked at Gulfstream. He's not at Gulfstream right now. No, but I, I used to see him at Gulfstream. He used to work there, yeah. Yeah. But now he's a Calder and he's not at Gulfstream for this meet. So <laughs> that couldn't be Vic Stouffer that I'm hearing call those races, could it? Yes, it is. Oh my! Who God, else no tells wonder. you what the horses are thinking? No wonder I was sick to my stomach yesterday. Well, he just uh, yep. Not that he's that bad, you know. He's he's not great, but he's not that bad. But just personally, he's just offensive to me. You know, he just bothers me. He's an idiot. Although he's certainly better at what he does than Mike Battaglia. Mike Pataglia is a nice he's, guy. I, I, you keep telling me that. I, there are a lot of nice guys out there, but you're not going to have them call the races. He's I didn't awful. tell you that about Vic. He is just awful. Yeah, Pataglia is not the best. He is. He's one of the very worst. One I, of the all-time worst. But, you know, you turn on San Anita and listen to Trevor call the races. I enjoy him a lot, yeah. I like that. Now, he sure doesn't make any mistakes, I'll tell you that. But we're getting a little bit too close to the horse racing thing now, so we better, like, uh, chop this off. Okay. It's Tuesday. It's probably not a big racing day, I wouldn't think. Uh, no, most of the tracks are dark today. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who's open. Just uh, one moment, please, all you uh, anti-gambling people. Oh, look at that. we got racing from South Africa in a half an hour. Oh. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, Turf Paradise, Kawartha Downs, Harness, Dover Downs, Northfield Park, Georgian Downs. Too much harness racing for you today. Yeah, I'm not involved today. No. you got Philadelphia, which is really crappy racing, in Tampa Bay. Boy, I'm, I'm surprised they still, that track is still running over there in Tampa, aren't you? Yeah, they're doing very well. Are they really? Yep. Based on what? On, on the, the slots on that the, they don't have? No, they don't have slots. I know that. They have attendance. They have full fields. Well, why are they doing very well? Is that They've done a nice promotion great? job over there. It's well hmm. managed. I'll be damned. Yep. People go there from Ocala. They, they, you know, they have a pretty wide base of people from different, you know, Sarasota, St. Bradenton, yep. Venice. They'll flock <laughs> to that place. Yeah. No, they are doing well. Temple Terrace. Yeah. Lutz. Lutz. 
Yeah, I remember. Loose. Palm Bay. Did you ever drive through Palm Bay? Very quickly. Or is, no, I'm not thinking of Palm Bay. I'm thinking of Two Egg. Two Egg is a stoplight. No, I've never seen that one. Never seen the stoplight? It's, it's the town, Two Egg. Well, you better start traveling I've around. I've driven through Barstow. No, oh, I've been through there. And Brandon. Yep. That's where Josh is from, Brandon. No, he's not from there. You're not from there, are you? No. From Brandon? Well, Brandon, where all the uh, fast food joints are. Yeah. It's like east of Tampa when you're going on 60 years old. I know where west. Brandon is. Brandon. They got fast food joints that haven't been invented yet. Well, listen, we don't want to carry this on too much because somebody will get do, 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 very, do, do, do. very uh, testy again and all upset and bent out of shape. We haven't even mentioned him today. Yeah, you did. Right out of the box, you mentioned after the promo, you had some caustic, uh, nasty. Oh, I just saw, I said I enjoyed the bit comment. yesterday. <laughs> Mean-spirited, hateful comment. Uh, that's uh, what, correct. Where do you guys go wrong? You know, what, what, what's that all about? <laughs> well, we'll explore that. I guess we'll explore that tomorrow. I'll be listening. <laughs> yeah, Okay. Have a good day. Have a great day. Get to, get that South Africa racing form now. Yeah, I'm about to. Out. Yeah, that's right. something to do. And this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Rectum. saw an amazing movie last night, really very good, with uh, Richard Gere, and I watched it. See, I think a lot of times, most of us make a mistake. If somebody we can't stand is in a movie, we just refuse to watch it, and right. sometimes we miss a really good movie. All right, or sometimes Primal we avoid Fear. I'm talking Primal Fear with Richard Gere and Ed Norton and Frances McDormand, who I'm just crazy about yeah. her. She's, she's we, fabulous. We love her. She's one of my very favorites. Anyway, it's already 1014. We don't have time to dilly-dally today because we actually have some spots we got a new right. regime at QAM, and everybody's got a big uh, smile on their face. Right. Except, of course, those people who are afraid they're on the way up. <laughs> how's, yeah. how's 205 so you have a chance to, uh, you know. That sounds sensational to me. Great. Chance to what? Do an ace and a deuce? <laughs> and a trace? <laughs> and a trace, yeah. Resolve yourself to a better night's sleep in 2006. That's a New Year's resolution you can uh, really uh, keep up with because if you call 1-800-MATTRESS, guaranteed. Nothing's got a bigger impact on your daily health, well-being, and productivity than a good night's sleep, and you can get one as soon as tonight from Dial-A-Mattress by making that call right now, 1-800-MATTRESS. If your mattress is more than 10 years old, I'll bet your life on it. It's noticeably sagging, lumpy. It's uh, it's time for a new one. Choose from the complete line of the top names in the mattress business, Sealy, Certus, Simmons, King Coyle, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns, and Foster Hewitt. 
Dollar Mattress takes same-day orders all day long, from Kendall to Stewart, from Palm Beach to Fort Myers. And like I've been telling you for a very long time, they let you pick the two-hour delivery window and day when you want that mattress delivered, when it's convenient for you, and they show up 99.7% of the time on time. You can't beat that with a stick. I'm a satisfied Dollar Mattress customer. Most of the folks at QAM are, and you will be, too. It's guaranteed. So start the new year off right with a great new mattress from Dollar Mattress. Pick up the phone right now. Give them a call toll-free at 1-800-MATTRESS or do your shopping on their website at mattress.com. Dial a mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for sensational, stupendous savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. All right, sports fans. G is for the ghastly things it can do. U is for ugly rednecks who owe more than two. N is for the NRA that wants your friends to die today. S is for the sedentary, pasty inbred buying many friends. That phallic symbol pleases you. Guns supplement your teeny mushrooms. Use your gun today to kill some kids for the NRA. Guns were made for much like you. G is for the gory things you can do. U is undereducated inbred goons. N is for the NRA that spelled sideways as USA. Z, easy to get more of all the death that you adore. Guns kill anyone who offers you. Guns will make your feel so huge. Use my gun here, take it when you clean it. Don't break it. Guns were made to kill me too. Guns are made for schmucks like you. Guns were made to kill me and you. So anyway, Primal Fear, 1996, Richard Gere, Laura Linney. Edward Norton, who's just incredible in this movie, Francis McDormand, and our good friend, my close personal buddy, Stephen Bauer, oh, Rocky right. Echevarria, si. who is cast. That, that's one of the unfortunate things. In fact, one of the reviews I read about the movie after I watched it said it's too bad that they wasted the talents of some of the character actors, like Stephen Bauer, a, a real stereotypical, uh, you know, wetback, wetback gangster type. But at any rate, he, uh, he don't come out alive. But it's, <laughs> I, could, I could ruin the movie for you one evening. Oh, no, uh, Miguel already did, so uh, that's oh. all right. No I, no, I didn't. No, Miguel did. He saw it, said it was great, and then uh, ruined the ending for me. What an idiot. You know, he sent me an email last night out of nowhere, about 820, just out of the blue. Okay. Saying, uh, well, my brains have turned to, I've just found that my brains have turned to Schmidt or something like that. I and see. Just out of nowhere. Huh. Well, what does that mean? Oh, he felt bad about leaving you in the lurch there with that promotion yesterday. Because he knows better. 
Yeah, and he knows better than uh, giving me a song and dance about uh, how I can listen to Howard Stern, which even if I would have wanted to, that wouldn't have worked anyway. He, he's he's lost it, man. Apparently. He has just lost it. Well, I think it's time he needs to go bond with Alien and Fidel for a while. Maybe a couple of meals would be good. By the way, the uh, charity cases at QM are really panicky now because uh, come to find out that we don't have room at the inn for charity cases anymore. Anyway, this is a really good movie, and uh, like I said, Richard, you were nearly, I see him and my set automatically goes to another channel. But I just happened to click it on at the time it came out at 10.30 last night. Yeah. And it had three stars on the uh, on the crawl on the bottom. Three stars. And I thought, well, maybe it's going to be pretty good. And after the first ten minutes, you don't you don't realize it's Richard Gere anymore. That's how good he was in this wow. movie. He was very good. Really? Well, he can't act. He just bugs us. We, uh, you know, we. But, have he, but he didn't. He doesn't bug you after a while because you, it just. I don't know. Maybe because you become so engrossed in the story. Plus the fact it's about a Chicago archbishop who's a pervert, and uh, gets murdered. That, that's in the beginning. Although we don't find out he's a pervert later on, but kind of assume that right off the bat. Anyway, the uh, Marla, I guess we ought to do the poll result, right? A little bit backed up today. We had that long uh, crossover with the Humperd to entertain oh, do, do, some do, 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 people do, do, do. out there, just uh, flapping their wings. There's the Alito confirmation hearing going on. There's Pat Leahy. Judicial checks on such things. We could carry that, you know, and just kind of sit back and <laughs> watch the audience vanish. 1,603 votes. What's your number one answer to this? Most people are stupid. 490. Right. So stupid. Voted. Uh, I, I guess I should have clarified, but just most people in general. I don't want to say in South Florida. We're always picking on South Florida, which uh, is easy to do. Well, these are the people we know. Just people in general. Generals. Yeah, stand Stupid by my 490. answer. Decent 308. Now, that was nice that that moved up there into a yeah. second place, especially in South Florida. Most people are decent 308. Yeah, give them a break. Cut them some slack. Give them a little flack and then cut them some slack. Uh, eight holes, 252. That was my vote. Hypocrites, 226. One-dimensional, 108. Reasonable, 71. Rude, 53. Rude. In fact, maybe that could be our new Rude 56. That could be our new logo for the new year. Rude 56. What do you want? Uh, lifeless, 31. Bigots, 19. Jerks, 17. Perverts, 15. And Ugly, only 12. Oh, goodness. What? I don't oh, know about that, that last one. There are a lot of, other lot good of ugly people out there, yeah. believe you me. I see one in the mirror every morning. Continuing to explore possible relocation, three Marlin executives visit Portland, Oregon yesterday and found the same song and dance they encounter everywhere in South Florida, any place they go. A lack of appetite to cover more than just a portion of stadium financing costs through public funding. <laughs> Although Marlin's president, David Sampson, said funding plans weren't discussed, Portland Mayor Tom Potter said he stood by his previous comment that publicly financed baseball would not be coming to Portland on his watch, and that was not a point of discussion today, he said. Doesn't sound too fruitful to me, does it? Nope. David Sampson sounds a little fruity, but this didn't sound too fruitful. Asked if baseball could work in Portland, Potter said at a late afternoon news conference, I don't know. I haven't seen a plan yet that does it. I don't want the city of Portland taking out any mortgage on our children's future. What a breath of fresh air. What a refreshing attitude, you know? Sampson also said conversations continue about building a retractable roof stadium on Wayne Huizinga owned land next to Dolphin Stadium, but the funding gap between $75 and $100 million remains. Oh, come on, you guys out there. Cough it up. What a small, what a, what a pittance that is. $75 to $100 million, right? Right, I got that right here. In fact, there's like a, maybe 5 million people in South Florida, Dade Broward in Palm Beach, so uh, $100 million, that's like, uh, what, 20 bucks a piece? Really? 
Yeah, 20 bucks a piece. Even you'd cough up 20 a bucks. Bargain. Yeah, I'd cough up. To keep right. the Marlins in town. I'm sure Joshua, well, you wouldn't, but Joshua would put in 40 because it keeps that other job going. There you go. He can put in my share. Right. The idea of placing a dome on Dolphin Stadium has also been raised recently, but Samson said the Marlins are not considering that. And that's good because that ain't going to work. The Marlins say they'll play a Dolphin Stadium at least two, but not more than five more seasons. We're leaving in five years if you don't get with it. Said Samson, we're exploring all possibilities. I never thought it would come to this. Well, a sucker's born every minute, David. That's the way it goes, okay? All these rich guys running around looking for a handout. <coughs> Don't you want to do this for us? <coughs> Too bad. Let's see. We got. Uh, we already told you about the uh, bombings in Iraq yesterday. But the uh, bad news of that is that 28 Americans have been killed since Thursday, a particularly deadly four-day period for Americans. The numbers are just mushrooming up there. With latest military deaths, at least two, uh, 20. We crossed that magical 2,200 number. Is, did that do it? No. The, is the public up in arms and fire? The Democrats finally saying, when in doubt, let us get out? No. No. I don't think there is any number, is there? No. There isn't. Boy. The, at least 2,207 U.S. service members have died since the war started in 2003. 2,207. And it just goes on and on, and nobody seems to really give a crap. That's the sad part, except those people, you know, intimately involved, the loved ones, the uh, friends, the families. They, 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 other than that, nobody cares. Because the government's doing a fabulous job of keeping it, uh, you know, arm's length. We don't see those flag draped coffins. We don't hear too much about it. And now we got the Alito hearings all week long. And they said. Uh, and then it goes on and on. And so anything else, you know, first it was the coal miners, now it's the Alito hearings. This will chew up another week. So we don't even hear any more about uh, all the indictments, you know. Right. It's really sad. You mean all those Republican uh, indictments? Oh, and, and let me say it again. If you didn't uh, take a look at our website right under the poll, you'll see that. I did watch that yesterday after the show. That was a real hoot. <laughs> Wolf Blitzkrieg, he doesn't know whether to scream or peel his banana, man. That's Very great. Disappointed. Howard, Howard Dean tells him that there isn't a single Democrat related to the Jack Abramoff scandal or took any money from him. And uh, Yeah, but I really know, want to say there is. Wolf is so de so deflated <laughs> over the fact that he couldn't he couldn't squeeze at least one name out of Howard. Just uh very depressed. You gotta watch that. Just watch the clip. It's a couple of minutes well invested of your time. Yeah. Keep you off the street. You'll get a tear. You will. In your eye and maybe in your fly. 27 past 10 at 560 WQM. Uh, let's take a look at this lineup. we got the Molemeister at 2, Mad Dog, 3 solid hours, 4 to 7. No Panther game again until Thursday. What kind of a schedule is this? Geldy at 7 o'clock tonight. Makes a rare appearance with his own show. Eddie K at 10. How do you like that? The Geldy Meister's on. You like it? I like it. Happy New Year from the fine folks at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. 2005 was a great year for them and thousands of new customers. Thousands took advantage of the Neal deal and bought their new Ford at Armstrong Ford. Why do people shop there? It's easy because Armstrong Ford guarantees you a great price, great service after the sale, and that personal touch that comes from a local family-owned dealership. Pick up the phone right now and call General Manager David Rich at 305-247-5112. When you buy a new Ford from Armstrong Ford of Homestead, you also get their exclusive tires and batteries for life program that nobody else would dream of giving you folks. That's right. When you buy at Armstrong Ford, you get free tires and batteries for the life of your car. That could save you thousands of dollars. David Rich and his staff guarantee you won't find a better price anyplace else in town. And being locally owned and operated, they treat you so great you'll want it. You'll desperately want to come back again and again. No bait and switch, no phony sales, just the best deals going all the way around. So start the new year off with a great new Ford from our friend David Rich and his staff at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. You'll find them at 307-25 South Dixie Highway, just 20-minute drive south of the 836. 
Check them out on the web, armstrongcars.com, and then drive a little bit extra, just a few miles to save yourself thousands at Armstrong Ford of Homestead. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Absolutely. Kind of a fact. It's something they can seem to hide. Kind of a fact. They can't admit that they like guys. Speaking of that, um, uh, Truman Capote, played by, uh, what's his name, Philip Seymour Hoffman, won the Critics' Choice Award as Best Actor. I uh, need to see that. Just seen that on the crawl. you got to go see Capote. It sounds so... Gay. Huh? Nevertheless. If you're not going to go see Bareback Mountain, why would you go see Capote? Well, because he, uh, he was actually somebody. And he? Reese Witherspoon won the uh, actress for I Walk the Line. Did she know? Yeah, she did. All Reese right. Witherspoon. I'll have to go see that, too. Well, I'll wait for it to come on cable. What about uh, that movie I was just telling you about, Primal Fear, with Richard Gere? I, I think I, I guess saw so. It, you don't need but, to watch it now. Uh, it sounds real ending. familiar. No, he, actually, he ruined the ending for another movie. He came in to say. Oh. No, I don't think so. I think he probably told you what happened because this is a movie. If you if you spill the beans on the ending, I mean, it, there's no point in watching it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. If we can pick up right where we left off yesterday, we had fantastic calls Ooh. yesterday. What? Best ever. I would say uh, that was one of my favorite days of all time yesterday. We had so many, uh, maybe even the Yovan guy will call back. Or maybe he died. Maybe he died in his sleep overnight. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Again, Monday, next Monday the 16th, memorial service for Skipper Chuck Zink at the Gardens Memorial Park on Yamato and Military Trail in Boca. Maybe somebody uh, somewhere has got more information, like on the time when that's going to happen, which would probably be a good idea. You think? Let's hope. Okay. I'm waiting for that 18-minute delay to build up so that we start those phones start just ringing right <laughs> off the hook. What? Were you, were you laughing? There it is. There chuckling? they go. What? There they go? Yeah, there it goes. There it goes? Well, you know what that's going to be. I mean, is there any doubt about that one? None. Boy, this is, uh, what is with this week? I thought now that we're after the holidays and I thought maybe it was like be back to like life again, but it, it just is not. You think that was like uh, right, right today was like Christmas Day. WQAM, Hello. QAM. Okay, that was, that was our call for today. Wow, just put a sign on the door. Oh, out of business. Gone fishing. This is really special. Yesterday, and if you thought yesterday was good, just wait till today. Well, we're not building any pool, Neil. What do you want us to say? I don't know. Something would be good. Anything you want. Start in with all that heavy-duty political stuff and see how long I leave you on. 
Well, that was also depressing yesterday. That, to me, was worse than the rest of it. When they all started about fat-ass Bush, stuff that we already knew about and talked about last week, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, you, know, you see, it would be one thing if talking about it would change something, but the fact of the matter is it will not. Like these hearings. Oh, exactly. Like that's going to change something. And they're going to, just like yesterday with all those opening statements and they're all pontificating uh-huh. with a pontiff. Well, 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 what's the purpose of that? All they did is waste a day, that's all. Just one more day that the media doesn't have to talk about what's really going on in the world. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, that sir. That movie you're talking about, is that a movie with uh, Richard Gere's a lawyer? Yes. And, uh, like, there's uh, something about that um, Edward Norton being crazy or something, or multiple personality? Right, exactly. That's the one. Did you well, see that it? was a great movie. It was. Yeah, the, you're right about the ending. If you, if you let Don't the ending out of the bag. The ending, man. These people will come to your house and beat the crap out of you. If you do that. <laughs> Good movie, though, man. Great pick. Yeah. All right. Thanks. See you later. See, there's somebody that saw Primal Fear. See, one thing about, uh, I, call me crazy, okay? You're crazy. Go ahead. Yeah, I know. But uh, so many times we talk about these different movies, and, like, uh, almost almost nobody uh, has ever seen any of them. That is correct. Well, what's that all about? I guess these people don't get out of the house much. Is that it? Or, or they're lousy excuses for shut-ins because they don't have cable. I see. Now, what's your excuse? How come you didn't see it? Primal I think I did see it. I told you about that. Well, if you'd have seen it, it you would say, I think I see. Nah, this well, is when you smoke as much as I do, you forget it. It's a little bit too profound, a little bit too, the ending yeah. is a little bit, and since you're such a, a stickler on good endings, man, That's right. this one would have, like, popped right uh, <laughs> into your mind. Maybe I avoided it because of the Richard Gere Richard Gere. Entirely but Francis McDormand was in it. She cancels him out. Who more than that? Exactly. She's great. WQYM, hello. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? That was the that was that was the first movie I ever saw Ed Norton in, and I like him ever since. I think he's a George told you to watch the movie American History X. Yeah, and if you watch it, you'd never know it was the same guy. No, you wouldn't. I'll be damned. You would not know it. I, I didn't guy. know it was him. Exactly. And uh, Neil, I wanted to thank you for uh, one of your sponsors, uh, lawyers' office, Hop and Laren and Agnetti. They did a little. They did a little work for me uh, the end of last year, and uh, very professional. Saved me a little money, and uh, I really appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks I don't know why you're. Pal. I don't know what's the matter with your sales department. And they need to boot them all out and bring some people in. If they, they can't sell your show, they're they're not with the crap. Uh, amen. Thanks a lot, pal. All right. Bye. Well, I think we got some uh, changes coming. We got a great new general manager, which everybody's just raving about. Joe Bell. Right. And, uh, and there's some, like I said, some of the charity cases. I mean, some of the uh, people have been hanging on. I mean, uh, like I said, I think I was right the first time, charity cases. See, we, you know, it's one thing to, it's like pain, you know. You mm-hmm. get used to it. And then, but then when the pain finally goes away, then you think, oh, my gosh, what a relief this is. I didn't, we never realized how annoying that was all that time. Uh-huh. And that was the Greg Reed era, you know, the era of paranoia and uh, fear and loathing and uh See, it's one thing to say, well, I'm a hands-off guy. Well, that, that's one thing. It's another thing to say I'm just oblivious and I'm in my own world and got my own agenda and uh, whatever, you know? It was not a pleasant time, believe you me. And even though, of course, he is remaining as our consultant. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a joke that is. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Chug Zink died? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, him Jesus too. Jesus Christ. Him too. WQAM, Hello. Neil, how are you? Yes, all right. All right. Listen, how many years did it take for the Soviets to get out of Afghanistan? About 30, man. <laughs> so that's how many years we're going to be in Iraq? 
Hey, don't don't uh, don't 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 spoil any of your energy worrying about that. Okay, I mean, just because there's a bunch of innocent people dying over there, don't get all whipped up about that. It's just uh, nobody else seems to care. The politicians don't care, and uh, generals don't care. Nobody cares, including a lot of these parents who think that it's really wonderful to send their kids over to be human sacrifice for your father, for your father, because that's all they are. Mm-hmm. Dying for no good reason at all. We're in a quagmire. They're desperately trying to figure out some way to get out of there. And Donnie Hermann Gehring Rumsfeld told us just a couple of weeks ago, we're going to withdraw 7,500 troops oh! this year, maybe. 7,500 out of 138,000. That's not exactly what you call a whole bunch. Bargain. Right. And, of course, that was before all this new violence and mayhem and bloodshed started up again, which every day now you've got double-digit dead, dead people. Can you imagine? I mean, you know, we had the 3,000 on 9-11, but that was right. basically it. But can you imagine... If every single day in America we had double-digit people dying from terrorist attacks or from bombings, and they had that bomb scare, which I'll get to it eventually, at uh, uh, in San Francisco yesterday mm-hmm. at Starbucks. Did you see that story? No. No, really. Well, you better get with it, Mister. You better no. uh, start checking out your Starbucks. But uh, that was just that was just a hoax. And they put a beep, put a boop, and everybody's all up in arms. And it was a major story. If we had like double-digit people dying every day, there would be, people would be like rioting in the streets. Like, how come you're not stopping this? What's going on over here? And then, of course, I guess the Bush response to that would be, well, better to keep it over there than over here. You know, better them than us. Of course, us I think would include those 2,207 dead Americans. But nevertheless, don't start again with that anti-American propaganda, you Canadian bastard, you. Well, the sun is shining. It's beautiful, baby. We got like Indian fall coming this week. I don't know what's going on. It could be that global warming, could it? Going to be like in the 30s oh, today, no like in the thing. 40s the next three days. I beg your pardon. There's no such thing. Remember, that's a liberal. Plot. And Buffalo in the 50s the next couple of days. How do you like that, huh? Well, if you ever wanted to go to Buffalo, uh, don't do it. 10:41 at 5:60 QAM. When you're shopping for shoes, I'll give you one name to keep in mind, and that's Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. They carry a humongous, unbeatable selection of all your favorite brand names, and of course, all the styles. They got Rockport, Florsheim, Echo, Mephisto, New Balance, SAS, all the other top names in the shoe business. And Brandy's professional shoe fitters will make sure you've got a customized fit of your favorite comfort shoe every time. Just ask for Arnie. He'll make damn sure you get exactly what you're looking for. The pros at Brandy's understand fit and comfort. They even specialize in wide widths as well because some of you folks have got big, fat ones. And, of course, there's a lot of us old farts. As you get older, your feet get flat and wide and et cetera, which I never realized that, but, man, they're, like, huge now. Brandy's is worth the trip from just about any place for comfort, style, fit, value, and selection. Always think Brandy's shoes. And you'll find Brandy's at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. They're open daily Monday through Saturday till 9 and every Sunday till 5. And this week is a stupendous time to buy Rockports at Brandy's. Visit Brandy's today and take 10 to 20 bucks extra off their great Rockport selection only this week and only at Brandy's Shoes in Pompano Beach. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. I got my ticket for King Kong. Got my juju bees and my popcorn's warm. Hollywood these days would replace some girl with a love struck cowboy who's gay. Can you sit there in your seat watching that giant monkey? You could wait for the DVD. Preparation. Why 
1047, George says, uh, go see it. And uh, Josh says, I second that emotion. Sure. I would uh, rather watch Primal Fear, though, before I'd watch that. Okay. Now, Miguel didn't really ruin the ending for you? A little different. No, he was talking about a different movie. He um, he had it wrong. I see. So Good. I can, well, as I usual. can see it again since I forgot. Because uh, I'm thinking that maybe I should uh, get you a copy of that. It's well worth seeing. Oh, Especially with Francis McDormand in it. Hey, did the, uh, the AC Subs people have your movie there, there Josh? Yeah, I'm going to be getting Magnolia tonight. Tonight? Today, and I'll oh, watch it okay. tonight. Maybe. I was going to say, my, how long is that food going to take to get here? <laughs> oh, I'm I don't hungry think you now. Flying crap about the DVD. <laughs> you just want the food. Atlantic City Subs is bringing food today. Yes, they well, are. isn't it just amazing how everybody seems to be in so much better of a mood now and everything? The sun is even shining here as a result. We've been taken from under this dark cloud at QAM. We didn't even realize, I, I guess, you, like I said, you get used to it like pain. And now the dark cloud has been lifted, and we can see some daylight at the end of the tunnel. An inmate escaped from, I guess he also has seen some daylight. An inmate escaped from the Dade County Stockade this morning, a facility next to the Turner-Guilford Night Detention Center that Rinaldo Rapallo escaped from in December. Dade Department of Corrections said the escaped inmate is 25-year-old black man, about five foot nine and 160 pounds. He was last seen in the area of Southeast 8th Court and Park Drive in Miami Springs. Corrections officers said the inmate somehow got out of the holding area behind the main jail building this morning. It's unknown how the man escaped from the area, which is surrounded by barbed wire. How do you like that? Maybe he had gloves on. Officials haven't said what the man is charged with. The stockade is an older facility next to TGK where accused serial rapist Rapallo escaped uh, December 20th. Well, we just, yeah, we're going out there and we'll catch him. We just can't, we can't hold, hold on to him, I guess. Upon his return from an extended vacation yesterday, the WOR New York host made it official. Bob Grant plans to retire on Friday after 58 years behind the mic. How do you like that? Okay. Oh, Oop. my God. Bob Grant, old racist uh, stack of crap. I see. Hateful, hate-mongering, uh, right-wing piece of turd, Bob Grant. Following the announcement on his afternoon show, Grant took calls from listeners, local celebrities, and politicians offering good wishes to the radio veteran, to the radio Nazi, and reminisced on his incredible broadcast career, which also includes a stint in afternoons at WABC in New York, where he got fired, by the way. In the almost 60 years he's been on the air, Bob has gained the allegiance and affection of millions of listeners, WOR Vice President and General Mangler Bob Bruno said. Bob is not only a great broadcaster, but he's a great American and a great friend and a great racist. The legendary Bob Grant will always enjoy the utmost respect and sincere gratitude of WOR and Buckley Broadcasting for a job well done. He likes it well done. I like it kind of medium well myself. So bye-bye, Bob Grant, and uh, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. I put him in the same category as Greg Reed leaving. Although at least the Bob Grant doesn't affect us. Five six seven oh five sixty. I guess maybe we'll change the poll at eleven o'clock to the one uh, that Eric's got uh, tomorrow's, right? Okay. I actually have a really, really good one for Thursday. Not that the one isn't good for tomorrow, but I really, you know what I mean by really good. No, I know what you mean. In fact, I might just change it over right now. Really? Well, not to the really good one. <laughs> Here's the last check of this one: sixteen hundred and sixty-seven votes. What's your number one answer to? Most people are stupid, 508. Decent, 328. That's awfully nice. Uh, A-holes, 259. Hypocrites, 233. One-dimensional, 114. Reasonable, 72. Rude, 56. Rude, 56. How do you, you like the way that turned out? It's amazing. That's our station. They're going to have a big billboard campaign. Rude, 56. We can even get some jingles, some Pam's jingles. My, my, my. R uh, lifeless, 31. Bigots, 19. Jerks, 17. Perverts, 16. Ugly, only 12. Oh. Okay, let me just change it right now, and I'm sure we can put a lot of things on this one. What do you miss most about your childhood? 
Did we ever do that before? No, we haven't. Wow, where do we start? Okay, here's what I got so far. Well, some of these wouldn't be up your alley. Like baseball cards, I put that. You know, one of the great things about buying baseball cards? I give up gum. Yeah. That dry stick it of gum. It was a dry, that dry, not a, yeah. a dry, flat piece yeah. of gum that with was powders. on the baseball cards. And it was really powdery and really uh-huh. sickeningly sweet. And if you went down and bought like ten packs of baseball cards, which I think they used to be like five cents or a dime a pack. So for a dollar, you could buy ten packs. You had to chew. It was just obligatory. You felt obligated. You sure didn't want to throw it out. That would be wasteful. So you had to chew every stick of gum. You know, and just, right. and just of course you, you could you could feel the fillings getting yanked right out of your mouth. Sure. They only lost their flavor after like five seconds. Baseball cards, Hollywood trick and treating, Halloween, did I say Hollywood? Holly Halloween. Playing mm-hmm. sports, free speech. Oh, I remember that. Comic books, bubblegum, which not necessarily baseball card bubblegum, but just bubblegum in general. And then when you get to be an adult you're supposed to be too smart to be chewing bubblegum, right? Um, right. Spankings. Some I think some people enjoyed it. Going to going to school instead of work. See, I remember when I was in school, and I think most people like this. When you're in school, you look forward to that day when you're no longer in school. You don't have to get up in the morning and go to school every day. And then you realize you get in the real world. Then you got to go to work every day, and you think, boy, I sure wish I was back in school. You know, at least some people. And my old neighborhood. You miss the old hood? Sometimes. Actually, I miss my teenhood more than my childhood hood. I'm voting for baseball cards. Boy, I sure enjoy that. And then you'd flip them, you know, with your friends. Right. I remember when I lost Dutch Leonard. Oh, my God. I don't think I'll ever recover from that day. Big, fat old pitcher for, I believe, the Cubs. I'm not sure. About 100 years ago, I lost my Dutch Leonard card. 5670560. Don't you think there's like a zillion other things you miss from your childhood? Yeah, sure. We can add to that. Yeah, how about uh, having no worries? Yeah, or being free. Not having to pay bills. Ooh. How's that? I like that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's basically what you guys are saying, just right. paraphrasing it so much better, which is freedom my, in general. my speciality. Huh? Just like freedom in general. Really? Most uh, things that are a problem now are other people's problems. Uh, well, do we want to put both of those things on it? Not right. having to pay bills. Okay. I like having no worries because, you know, you yeah. can no worries. Not around and throw an and and having no worries. Those are two separate categories. One can be well, part yeah. of the other one. I mean, let's not limit this, okay? We can put about a thousand choices right. on there now. Just because the food hasn't showed up yet, don't start getting a little surly on me. Well, I'm getting a little lightheaded, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's what Greg always said. Oh, by the way, Time of Fear is the movie that Miguel thought that we were talking about. Oh, thank God you didn't spoil the ending of this movie for it, because if you spoil the ending, it's uh, forget about it. But he says that uh, it is also good and involves the uh, the church. This is two hours and 15 minutes long, so it's a fairly long movie, and it didn't end until like a quarter to one in the morning. So if I'm lightheaded, that's because I went to bed a little late for this old fogey. It's worth seeing, I'm telling you. It's pretty good. And Ed Norton is uh, really great. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I got some for Neil Paul. Yes, sir. I want to tell him uh, Saturday morning cartoon. Excellent choice. I'm going to vote for that. Outstanding. Thanks, Pally. All right, bye. You know, they have... uh, At the Cameo Theater in Rochester, man... I think he was talking about the TV cartoons, but those work, too. No, he was not. Saturday morning cartoons? No. Well, sorry, Pops, but some yeah. of us remember them from the... Uh, yeah, TV. I know. He's not, he's not old enough. Uh, he's right. Saturday morning and cartoons. They, they still have Saturday morning cartoons on al- TV. Almost they? none. Like, one channel, just a little really? bit, and, and they're, they're not even... Uh, See, Saturdays, yeah. religiously, when I was a kid, we'd go. a friend and I would go to the Cameo Theater in Rochester, and like I think it was a dime to get in. I remember. Maybe more. Maybe a quarter. And... 
back in those days, when you went to the movies, there were two features. And it right. would start out with a cartoon mm-hmm. and a newsreel. And then there was the first feature. And then there was, like, in between, there was, like, a, uh, uh, a cartoon or a serial. I, I don't remember the order. And then there was a second movie. You get right. two movies, the newsreel, a serial, and a, wow. at least one, maybe two cartoons for, like, a quarter. Newsreel? Yeah. For real? For real. Is real? Was real? Surreal. Newsreel. You know what I'm talking about, where they had it. You've seen those Pathé News and yeah. uh, just Overtone the brief, News like, uh, presents. Right, that's right. Hitler on ice. President Truman today dropped an Obama Grande on those damn Japs. Just stuff like that. Boy, those were the days, man. That was fantastic. The big old cameo thing. I don't even remember where the hell it is or was. I'm sure it's not there no more. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I had a comment regarding uh, Keith Overman. Yes. The only thing he's qualified to report is Boston 100, Detroit 96. Yeah. And why is and that? Re- is, he too, is he too liberal for you? Is that it? No, I'm just kidding. How about that Rita Cosby, though? I, I don't get it. She is uh, so bad that, uh, you know, sometimes there's, uh, some people hate him, some people love him. Who could like her? Uh, that's a good question. Who, who, would, who would turn that thing on and take it seriously? You'd have to think it was a prank, a uh, practical joke. I mean, a voice alone. I've run to the TV. Uh, I can't complain about her voice. She doesn't have one. Maybe she got snipped as a child, you think? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, no, don't kid yourself. I think she's got uh, some no, good. No, Not what you think it either. Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Yes. Do you have a match? I need to light my shoelace. When there's a bomb in my shoe and a melody in my heart, I get that ting-ting-tingling feeling. When I blow the plane apart, you show the world that my face brings me closer to my life. Your life is worth the taking, for my religion's the reason why. With a bomb on my feet, I'll put a wet spot on your seat. You'll find that I'm an outsider. When there's a bomb in my shoe, la la. What a wonderful way to die this way. No! I'll fight you! I'll fight you in the name of Allah! I want my Eleven oh two at five sixty WQM. Happy Tuesday to you. Now let's see. This fact you just sent me. Plot summary for time of fear as opposed yeah. to primal fear. Two thousand two. It sounds interesting to me because Miguel said it was good, so I thought I'd look it up, and it does sound interesting. I see. Time of fear is a taut psychological thriller thrusting an FBI agent and a grieving father into the dark world of a demented killer. FBI agent Cheryl Hammer arrives in a small California town to catch an elusive killer. Seeing no help for coming from the sheriff, she turns to the only other person who can help her, Jack Barone. Maron, a grieving father whose daughter Lisa was the victim of a similar slang ten years earlier. The killer's clues are a perversion of biblical punishments for sins, stoning, burning, decapitation. Jack and Agent Hammer turn to Father Patrick, a Catholic priest, for help. As the clock ticks down, a young female friend of Jack's is kidnapped and may become the next casualty. The harrowing rescue of the young woman opens the door to dark history written below the surface, revealing the true identity of the killer answering the mystery of who killed Jack's daughter. 
And also, George says, American History X is great with Ed Norton. Right. Now, Ed Norton can act. He doesn't always do that in movies. But in this movie, it's like best job ever. Oh, he sure acted uh, in uh, Primal Fear, I'll tell you that. Cool. Let's see. Here's one in Felsmere, Florida. I never knew there was a place called Vaysmere, Florida. It says, oh. I agree with the caller for the new poll. I miss the good Saturday morning cartoons. The cheesy, badly drawn cartoons now really suck. And, and almost like non-existent. I think like one channel shows Yu-Gi-Oh! and some other Cheesy uh, crap. crap. Well, Josh was right. Having no worries. Although I noticed you didn't put no bills to pay, which I think is a separate. It's part of that oh, one. But it's I'll put it on there. Well, i got several for you to put on there. No bills to pay. Okay, he's in position. Oh, don't tell Duff. My allowance. <laughs> well, you're laughing, but there's some nowadays. Yeah, okay. Well, some people got an allowance. That's why it's funny. Oh, I see. Well, some kids got one. I right. don't remember if I got one or not. I don't, I don't know. I got something. Uh, diddling my classmates. All right. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Well, there you go. Nothing at all. I'll guarantee you most of these people had a lot more action when they were in school than they're getting now. Diddling Especially if they're married. What do you miss most about your childhood? Having no worries, 21. Playing sports, 12. My old neighborhood, 8. Oh, boy. There are no white people in my old neighborhood. Can you believe that? And that was years ago, so I'm sure. I don't think there's even any black people there anymore. I'm not sure. Who, who does that leave left? Uh, there still are in my neighborhood because it was the Redlands. Freedom, 5. Oh, remember those days when we all felt so free? Kind of right. like we feel now at QAM, like we've had a, a gigantic anchor taken off our ass. Oh, God. Can't you all feel it? I'm feeling something. No, I'm serious. Sometimes I can hear music. What is that, My Sweet Lord? Close. Well, what the hell is that? You'll, uh, you'll catch up here in a second. Oh, Happy Day? Oh. Edwin Hawkins singers. Right. Oh, happy day. Well, been a real pleasure, Greg. Uh, you believe me? Anyway, having no worries, 25, playing sports, 12, my old neighborhood, 10, freedom, 6, going to school instead of work, 5, free speech, 5, which is now only a, fan a fantasy, a distant memory, uh, Halloween tr trick and treating, 4, baseball cards, 4, bubblegum, 2, comic books, 2, Saturday morning cartoons, 1, spankings, 1, <laughs> I told you. Oh. What did I tell you? There's uh, people out there probably enjoyed a little spanking, and maybe you're still doing a little of that to each other. Diddling my classmates, my allowance, no bills to pay. They just went on their first 77 votes. This is one of the best polls. Thanks again, Sean. I don't want to take credit for it. Sean came up with this, our poll man. He is. He's, he's the, the poll man. He is the poll expert, man. Make no mistake about it, even though I'm not going to have lunch with him. Also, here's another one somebody faxed in. Pedro. Pedro is getting a little chronic on a fax machine. That's okay. Pedro is okay in our book. He says, believing in Santa Claus. How about putting that on there? Okay. Believing in Santa Claus, and what about believing in God? If, if you wish. Huh? I don't see what's good about either one of those two things. If you wish upon a star. Well, no, it was fun uh, believing in Santa Claus for those who did. Wink, wink, did nod, you? nod. You know, I mean, how stupid could you be? Did you? For, no, of course not. We okay. didn't even have a chimney. How the hell could he come down a chimney when we didn't have one? <laughs> I, never, like, keep... I never bought that crap. Keep uh, running around up there on the roof, you know, looking for the hole to jump down. He couldn't find it. Now, you want both of those on there? What's that? Sandy Claus and God. Oh, aren't they the same? 
I think there's a great similarity there. Of course, I want both of them on there. I mean, I realize it's a little extra work for you, Mr. Hodge. I just, you know, that big big fat raise, man. Pretty miserable childhood. If that's that's your favorite part, from when you were believing in Santa Claus. I did have a miserable childhood, but I never believed in Santa Claus. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I had a miserable childhood. I'm not speaking about you. I'm saying dysfunctional. Yeah. Well, I can only speak from my own perspective, man. I mean, I'm sure you never believed in Santa Claus, but then again, you were raised in the Catholic Church. Where they knew how to alter boys. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of strange because Ed Norton plays a 19-year-old altar boy in this movie, which is a little bit old, but the father took him in off the street. Oh, you, you just got to wow. see that movie. You just got to see it. I uh, can't wait. I might, I might go on, uh, after my conversation with our general mangler today, I might go online and uh, just out of the generosity of my heart, right. I might send it to you. Very Where good. do I get it? Amazon.com. Yes. I might just do that. All right. No, I think you'll enjoy it, and you, it's one of those movies you'd like to have a pristine DVD copy of it, as opposed to some watching, a, you know, cheesy uh, cable version. You, it's good, cheesy cable. WQ. Hey Neil. Yes. Uh, good morning. How about uh, running under the old Johnny Pump in the summertime to cool yourself off? The old Johnny Pump. <laughs> yeah, the old pump with the old Johnny Pump. Never, uh, never heard it called that before. I never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> the old Johnny Pump. Anybody yeah. out there ever see Johnny Pump? Oh God, no comment. <laughs> what? What is? What is that? Pump, pump, pump. Oh, I. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what what hood he grew up in. Maybe maybe he's uh, the guy from Two Egg I was talking to Hank about. <laughs> oh man. But we do know what he's talking about, though. We do. How? How? A, yeah, when you when you'd run around under the pump to get to cool yourself off on a hot summer day, of course. You mean the uh, like the fire hydrant? No, not a fire hydrant. There was like, uh, oh, I know what he means. What's like a, the, well, like a hand pump, like a well, like on the farm? Yeah, like that. Like that you kind of like that. Up with water the old Johnny the pump. You, you've seen it. I've seen it. And you've seen movies. Johnny pump. And well, in Amish houses. That, I just had a real good one, and you keep rambling on with this crap, and it made me, oh, what about, um, uh, I don't know, what about the school playground? Okay. No? You don't miss the playground? I do. Well, there you go. School, How about school? recess? Yeah, play. Okay, there's another one. Recess, the school playground. Oh, yeah, recess slash the playground. Isn't that the kind of... No! No? I'm going to go to playground during recess. Of course you did. What do you, what do you mean? Of course. We what? did? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got you forget it's 100 years since I went to school. What the hell do I know about recess? That merry go round well, I'm confusing recess with study hall. I'm thinking we need work hall. recess. I'm, con- I'm getting confused between recess and study hall. Didn't you ever have a study hall class? Yes, but that was okay. like high school. Right. In high school, you had study hall, and you'd sure. sit around, and you'd just stare at all the interesting people you liked. You didn't do any work. You'd pretend sleep. to be doing your uh, homework, but you were sitting around eyeing everybody else. I would uh, nap. Boy, I sure eyed a lot of people in my high school, I'll tell you that. Five six seven oh five sixty, but very carefully, though. <laughs> That's right. Very discreetly. Yeah. I don't want to tell that story about Jim Park naked in the uh, in the locker room, do I? Not again. Oh, it killed a good time. Oh, no. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Oh, uh, when you said the Saturday morning uh, cartoons, I used to love that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you remember him. Uh, this guy, M.T. Graves, with these scary movies. Sure. Yeah. How about, how about, uh, how about small town friendly people? Okay. Oh, uh, because I was raised in Miami. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be under the category of my old neighborhood? Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. it would be. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have a great day, man. And you too. Yeah, I, don't yeah, I, I see what he's saying, but not everybody grew up in a small town, and maybe some people grew up in a nice right. uh, b- 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 neighborhood. Oh, you know something? In this movie, uh, uh, 
that, that I'm trying to peddle to you? Yeah. Ed Norton, he, he played the character he plays like a cross between Billy Bibbit and Rain Man. Oh, really? He's got the tisms? Yeah. I'm, I'm so right. tempted. I'm, I'm going to ruin the movie for you. Let's not talk about it anymore. I'm just going to get right. it for yeah. you. And you want. I, I'm telling you, I know just you'll like it. Away. I guarantee you. If you don't like this movie, I'd be shocked. All right. And I'm, especially the I'm ending. Don't, don't, don't assume you know the ending until you get to the very end. And then you'll go like, uh, your jaw will drop to your toes. toes. Of course, in your case, it's not a long drive. Right, right, Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQAM. It's that time of the year again. A lot of you made those New Year's resolutions this year. You've got the best chance to keep that resolution by losing weight and getting healthy again. Balance for life. Well, there was an article yesterday in the New York Times about diabetes. Man, if that doesn't scare the living daylights out of you, nothing will. And this year, we're going to help the beast out and get him ready for his wedding day and keep him alive by providing him with the gourmet meals from Balance for Life. He's getting that black sack every day just like you can. Tune in for daily updates on the beast's progress, and maybe somebody will even tell us how he's doing. But seriously, what could be easier than getting three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks delivered every day in that black sack right to your doorstep at your work, at your home, wherever you are, and still lose weight? One thing about this uh, program, you won't be starving all day. Why would you want to join a gym, fight the traffic, fight the crowds in the gym, follow somebody on a sweaty machine, work, wait for the cardio equipment, and then quit after a few weeks because you're frustrated and still not losing any weight? So relax this year. You can actually keep that New Year's resolution. Sign up for Balance for Life. Get a weekly menu of meal selections and let them do all the work. The meals come right to your doorstep, like I said, and you absolutely, if you follow the program, you will lose weight like crazy. Sit back and eat gourmet meals as your friends and coworkers are rushing off to the gym and snacking on carrot sticks and rice cakes, starving to death. Get with the zone with Balance for Life. Call Balance for Life now toll-free at 1-866-225-4543. That's 1-866-225-4543 or check them on the web at balanceforlife.com. Don't wait. Call Balance for Life right now. Mention me or QAM and get two days free this week. Two days of food free this week if you call now. one 866 225-4543. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 AM. But I do believe that just ass. Somebody farted in here. And it just keeps thinking, stinking, and stinking, stinking, and stinking, stinking, and stinking, stinking. In this little room, I heard a big boom when I turned around. Could not see whom. And in the end, here smelled just like a tomb. It was the crack of doom, and sure ain't no perfume. We got a toxic emission, light a macro ignition. Open all the doors, yeah, that's what I'm wishing. Can't get the smell out, get the hell out. Pull the window up and jump down now. And now we draw breath, turn and blow a mere death. Run away northwest, east, south. Somebody, somebody, they know they did it. Got sticky, cause they farted. Squad. If there was a god, how could anybody? How could the gas smell like that? It's supposed right? to. It's supposed to. Yeah, so that you know to get away from it. Oh, I see. Ain't good. Eleven eighteen at five sixty WQM. We got the Molemeister at two o'clock this afternoon. Stick around for that or not. Here's a fact from Eric that says: Who says fire hydrants were called Johnny pumps because in the old days of volunteer fire companies they'd fight over the hydrant to see who would get to put out the fire. They'd fight over it. 
The rookie or the uh, Johnny would be left at the hydrant. He'd have to hook up the hose cube while the hose wagon proceeded to the fire. Many a fight ensued between Johnnies at those hydrants, thus the term Johnny Pump. I see. And here I thought they were talking about one of them kind of like sprinkler things, like, uh, like those things you have at the beach, you know? Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like the, uh, the public showers, the fire? Yeah, it's like that. But only more uh, cruder versions of them. But anyway, the old Johnny Pump. See, we learned something already. And who said yeah. this isn't a highly educational show? I see. It feels so enlightened. And what did I tell you about no bills to pay? You just had it on there for like five seconds. It's already got 13 votes. Mm -hmm. Having no worries, 45. My old neighborhood, 17. I don't miss that. No. No. Okay, Terrace in Rochester, man. What a what a crappy neighborhood. It was okay. It was, it was only a few blocks from my uh, elementary school. Dear Watson, number eight school in Rochester, and from Louis's uh, cartoon place, or, uh, comic book place. I guess I guess those were newsstands in those days. Wait, 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 huh? I miss the uh, good old-fashioned newsstands. Right, where you get your comic books and your sure. newspapers and your bubble gum and your, your cigars, candy bars and your cigar. Right, something like that. Which we got a lot of those here, and in European cities you see a lot of those, but not so much in, in America no more. What was your favorite, Swisher Sweets? As a child, <laughs> boy, you're bad. You just, you just uh, brutal. No, yeah. Relentless, just a relentless <laughs> spick. Five six seven oh five six. Although I, to be honest with you, I do like Swisher sweets. They're okay me once too. in a while. Too bad I can't smoke them Stogies no more, boy. Yeah, me too. Because I want to stay alive. Me too. See, in my more daring younger days, I used to really enjoy those. But now that I realize that uh, it's not worth it, I, I'd rather have like a big bowl of spaghetti. Spaghetti bolognese, you know, then a, big bowl meat of sauce. A, then a big bowl of a tumor. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm serious. If I was going to croak from doing something from a bad habit, I'd rather do it with something I enjoy like that as right. opposed to like smoking. I mean, no, smoking a nice stogie is enjoyable, but not sure. in the same category with really great food. Wouldn't you agree? I would. Unless, of course, it's like one of those, uh, boy, that fad sure, uh, unless I'm missing something. Didn't that fad die out fast? The whole big cigar thing? Yeah. I don't know. Remember all those uh, steakhouses that had the cigar rooms? Remember that mm -hmm. one we had up there right. in Broward that went out of business and all of that crap? Where we had dinner with Zoltan and his wife that time. Yes, we did. How, how did I ever think that he was good looking? Man, what, what was wrong with me then? How come somebody didn't slap me up the side of the head? What did you try? He, he, yeah. looked like, he looked like Frankenstein on uh, a bad I day. Asked, I said, uh, I don't get it, but I'll take your word for it. Well, look, what, look who he, what he was competing with in that building. This is true. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I find every single year I miss spring break brutally. It was just like, here, take a week off for no reason and go to the beach. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Pally. Spring break. Oh, spring remember break. that when we had a real spring break in Florida. Now what passes for spring break now? Dusty's for Bolton. Oh, yeah. We sure don't want anybody coming down to our town, to our house, and have a good time. You know, that's one of the things that just drives me crazy. He takes it to the house, you know? <laughs> Call me. What are you laughing about? You don't even know what uh, what I'm talking about, Mr. Football. You don't even know what that means. Uh, what I work in this building, don't I? Oh, I see. Takes it to the house, and I'm sure Josh thinks that's a wonderful expression. I mean, I, I will admit that I, I use it in, in different ways. Just this morning. I'm kidding. In a football game? No, no. I actually use the. Well, word. that's what I'm talking about. He takes it to the house. Oh. And then, of course, that, that's right in line with nobody comes into our house and pushes us around. Oh, please. You know, yeah. the home team is getting like the Giants here. They're getting battered like 28 to nothing or whatever. Nobody comes into our house and pushes us around. Well, maybe on second thought, oops. 
kind of like that walk-off home run with you. Yeah. Uh, takes it to the house my ass. That you would recuse yourself. Your, your, your testimony now is that those that made a comment upon your ethical behavior knew, as a matter of fact, that you had pledged to this committee that you would recuse yourself from the Vanguard cases. Uh, Professor Hazard, I know, addressed that directly in his letter. I think Professor Rotunda addressed it in his letter. So obviously, if the letters addressed the was issue, the they were Rotunda? aware of, of uh, what was said on the Senate questionnaire. And the, the final answer, we'll move on, uh, is that you... Uh, saw the name Vanguard uh, on the uh, briefs, and you. How do you like that? He has his name Vanguard on his briefs. What does that tell you about this uh, new gay Supreme Court justice, huh? Well, listen, if Florida can have a gay governor, won't that be something? We got Mark Foley in Palm Beach. We got a gay mm -hmm. congressman, and we got uh, the uh, Charlie Christ for Christ's sakes uh, wants to be the governor, and he's going to be our first gay that we know of. You know somebody I always liked a lot? I give up. You want to know why? Because his most famous song started out, Down the Way Where the Nights Are. Gay. Yeah. What song was that? Jamaica Farewell? By whom? Harry Belafonte, oh, baby. Oh, Harry. Well, his most famous song was Banana Boat Song, of course. But the Jamaica Farewell started out, Down the Way Where the Nights Are. Gay. Jamaica, man. The American singer and activist Harry Belafonte called President Bush the greatest terrorist in the world yesterday and said millions, or on Sunday, and said millions of Americans support the socialist revolution of Venezuelan leader Hugo Chavez. I bet you Pat Robertson ain't too keen about that. Ask I bet you he's probably going to bust up all his old Harry Belafonte records on RCA. What's that that we got on a banana boat? Uh, Deo, is that called Deo? Uh, we have one about Doe. Hey, Doe. Is that it? Hey, doe, or is that like play doh? No, we don't got one called hey, doe. You're, you're well, crazy. Well, no, that's the chorus, but I forget the uh, the name of it. It'll go. Give me a second. Uh, there's Do the German. The Heaven's Gate Banana Boat song. Well, how the hell would I have ever found that? Uh, I'll be damned. We are from Heaven's Gate. That's not it. That's the Heaven's Gate song. The one you're looking for yeah. is right under it. Oh, I see. Like I said, this is probably the one. Hey, oh. doe. See? Hey, doe. Hey, well, we sure got a lot of crap, Friday don't we? Yeah, we do. Let's go get more. Chocolate pudding, vodka pills. Twilight come and we want to go home. Suicide bond, it can kill. Twilight come and we want to go home. Hey, Mr. Coroner, tally up the bodies. like come and we want to go home. Boy, I sure missed that. Now, that wasn't from my childhood, but several years ago, Jim Jones and all the cultists who are drinking the poison Kool-Aid. All of those great things. You know? Now you saw that movie, right? Which was very Mo good. What movie was that? The one with Powers Booth about the uh, the whole Jim Jones. No, I thing. did not see that. Really? Was Shirley Booth in it too? I don't know, but it was uh, you know historically accurate uh, and just good. Very. very I'll be good. damned. Getting back to old scary Harry Belafonte, who we love his daughter uh, deeply and dearly. Sorry, although yes, you more than me. Belafonte led a delegation of Americans, including actor Danny Glover and the Princeton University scholar Cornell West. That met the Venezuelan president for more than six hours late Saturday. Some in the group attended Chavez's TV and radio broadcast on Sunday. No matter what the greatest tyrant in the world, the greatest terrorist in the world, George W. Bush says, we're here to tell you, not hundreds, not thousands, but millions of American people support your revolution, Belafonte told Chavez during the broadcast. Except, of course, in South Florida, because he's too closely aligned with the unmentionably unspeakable one, the bearded bastard. 
The 78-year-old Belafonte, famous for his Calypso-inspired music, Deo, oh. including the Deo song, by the way, there's this was a close collaborator with Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and is now Goodwill Ambassador. He's also been outspoken in criticizing the U.S. embargo of Cuba. Chavez said he believes deeply in the struggle for justice by blacks, both in the U.S. and Venezuela. Although we may not believe it, there continues to be great discrimination here against black people, Chavez said, urging his government to redouble its efforts to prevent discrimination. Belafonte accused U.S. news media of falsely painting Chavez as a dictator when, in fact, he said there is democracy and citizens are optimistic about their future. Dolores Huerta, a pioneer of the United Farm Workers Labor Union, also in the delegation, called the visit a very deep experience. She didn't say, how deep is your love? Chavez accuses Bush of trying to overthrow him, pointing to intelligence documents released by the U.S. indicating that the CIA knew beforehand that dissident officers planned a short-lived 2002 coup. The U.S. denies involvement, but Chavez says Venezuela must be on guard. We stand on guard for the... Oh, that's Canada. I'm sorry. Well, they better stand on guard for Canada with Stephen Harper coming in. Boy, it's going to be really... They're going to be sorry, but I guess everybody wants to take a shot, you know? Take that little dabble in the far right. Belafonte suggested setting up a youth exchange for Venezuelans and Americans. He finished by shouting in Espanol, Viva la Revolución. How do you like that? Boy, am I Spanish really good? Not. Well, I mean, something as simple as that I can handle nicely. Oh, and you'll love, you'll love, you will absolutely love. I'm going to get you that movie today for sure. Great. Because Stevie Bauer doesn't have a big part, but when he speaks, when he does the punk Spanish stuff, it's just, yeah. uh, I'm telling you, you'll uh, really appreciate well, it. Well, he's the real deal. Like in Scarface, he actually sounded he's like a good a actor. Student. He is a good actor. That he's movie, Steve Harsey was very good in. Uh, too bad he got, oh, well, you'll see how ugly he is in this movie. And this was 96. What year What year could it have been that I met him at the hockey game in the, in the old Miami arena? And he, I had never met this man in my life before, but because I was such a big fan of Que Pasa USA and Rocky Echevarria, which was him. Mm-hmm. That'd be like ten years ago. He can't, no, it's, what, the movie is nine years ago. No, it's more than that. Are you crazy? Well, I'm just, I'm lowballing. Well, at any rate, well, maybe he had a lot of makeup in this movie because he looked about 100 years old. But he came up and gave me a bear hug like I was his long-lost best friend. And I thought to myself, holy moly, how come we didn't meet sooner? 28 past 11 at 560 WQM. Are you in a dead-end job and underpaid? If your New Year's resolution is to get yourself a life and a high-paying career, you better act now. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train today at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train will get you trained and ready for that new high-paying career in just a few short months. That's correct. Get yourself a new high-paying career in just a few short months. The demand for medical coding specialists and computer professionals right now is at an all-time high. Fast Train offers convenient day, evening, and weekend classes, job placement assistance, and financial aid for guys who qualify and gals. Pick up the phone and call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Fast Train's placed over 100 people just like you in 2005. Check Fast Train out on the web at FastTrain.com, but you better act now in order to obtain that new high-paying career because classes are filling up fast. So if you're uh, really sick and tired of your dead-end job and working for peanuts and that paltry paycheck you get, don't miss the train of opportunity this year. Get yourself a life and a big fat one that goes along with it and paycheck too. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. And this year, make that New Year's resolution a reality with Fast Train. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QA. Hang this up, baby. Tonight on CNN, ABC, MSNBC, UPN, PAX, CNBC, CBS, NBC, Noggin, and the Fox Cartoon Channel. It's Hyper Sniper Mania. On Nightline's Head Couple interviews Steve from Dell. So you think media hype is encouraging the sniper? Dude, like, sure.
Then on Larry King. Joining me tonight is Mr. Moose. He calls me Chief Moose. I thought Bullwinkle was the Chief Moose. <laughs> this be Mr. Chief Moose. As a way from our desk at the morning. If you be the sniper, please leave a number where you can be reached. Hello, this is the sniper. Thanks for all the press. My cell number is 555-202. The responsible journalism continues when your local action news puts a reporter smack in the middle of all the action. Have you seen the sniper yet? Well, thanks for that report. We'll keep our viewers... I saw that uh, a couple of nights ago on uh, A&E or one of those. What's the that? Sniper, the sniper story. About which one? About these, uh, the... The DC sniper, Oh, those man. guys. Yeah, okay. That's the most famous one. That, uh, that punk and his uh, stepdad mm. or his sugar daddy or whatever that was whatever all about. They, uh... Anyway, yes, Chicken Neck, when you see him, tell him thank you so much for this book. I never thought I would even pick up the book, but on the plane trips I read it. I'm yep. still not through with it. Which one? Welcome, Foolish Mortals, The Life and Voices of Paul Fries. Okay. Now, you don't know who the hell that is, do you? Sounds familiar. Who is it? And neither does anybody else. He was, uh, did all these voices for cartoons. He was uh, Boris Badenoff on Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh. And did zillions and zillions of voices. And he was on Lux Radio Theater, Danny Thomas Show, uh, uh, a million others. Anyway, the foreword is written by uh, June Foray. She was uh, Natasha. I loved her. Had the hots for her. And anyway, it goes, uh, let's see, William Conrad, who was one of my favorites, that's because he was fat uh, cannon. I always liked those fat detectives. But he, he was great. He was uh, uh, in Gunsmoke on the radio. He was Matt Dillon. Okay. Not the Matt Dillon you're thinking about. Okay. Wasn't that his name, Matt Dillon? I think so. Uh, Dawes Butler, Hans Conried. Oh, I loved Hans Conried, too. Bill Scott and uh, Paul uh, Fries, who the book is about. And June Foray is the only one still alive. How do you like that? She got hit with one shot, and she's still alive. At least I think she is. Although it seems to me maybe we maybe she's not still alive, because this book is a few years old, a couple of years. And it seems to me we just had her obit on her. F-O-R-A-Y, June Foray. Do a Google on it. But anyway, it's really an interesting oh, book. Is the point I'm trying to make? Oh, I, knew, I knew I had Boris in here somewhere. There you go, Boris Badenoff. Here's Ray faxes and says, "Did you by chance catch Friday night the new NBC series, The Book of Daniel?" <laughs> no, I did not. Heard about it? A new series about a drug addict. Yeah, that's the one that they got all bent out of shape about. A new series about a drug addicted minister, his drug pushing daughter, his gay son, and his brother-in-law who embezzled the church's money. All right. <laughs> Not to mention the two bishops who are having an affair. One of them is the minister's father, Bradley Rains, from Guiding Light. Who's Bradley Rains? Mm. I wonder what character uh, he plays. I guess I'll have to look that up now. For some reason, the Christians are all upset about this series. Some local NBC affiliates refuse to air it. I guess the truth really hurts. If you missed it last Friday, I recommend you give it a look this Friday. It's interesting. Thank you, Ray. The Book of Daniel. The perverted Book of Daniel. Well, there was a lot of begetting and begotten and the begetting going on, you know. Everybody was getting something. I write about that. There's Ted Kennedy again. Chertoff, the former chief federal prosecutor for New Jersey. But I've been going through all of this. It's really sad because you know he's going to get confirmed, and then, uh, then we'll be infirm after he gets confirmed. Mm-hmm. Here's the poll question for today and uh, whatever, and into tomorrow, spill the spillover. What do you miss most about your childhood? 216 votes. Having no worries, 66. This is one of our fine polls ever. I'm so glad I thought, I mean, Sean thought it up. 
Having no worries, 66. No bills to pay, 27. See, that moved right into strong second place, Josh. You have a little faith. Wow. Plain Sports, 23. My Old Neighborhood, 22. Freedom, 14. Oh. Saturday Morning Cartoons, 13. Now, is freedom as a kid like freedom as an adult except you're old and you're getting ready to die as opposed to getting ready to live your life? Something like that. Like retirement. Saturday Morning Cartoons, 13. Going to school instead of work, 11. Hollywood Trick and Treating, 7. Baseball cards, only 7. Come on. Just sniffing that gum, man. I used to get off just sniffing the gum. Spanking, 6. Comic Book, 6. Free Speech, 5. Diddling My Classmates, 4. See, if I had to live my life over again? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Wow. damage I could do. Mm-mm. Believing in Santa Claus, 3. Bubblegum, 2. Spring Break, 1. Recess, 1. My Allowance, 1. Believing in God, none. Maybe that's because we don't have any who believed in them then, and they don't believe in them now. That's our crowd, you know. Mm-hmm. Heathen bastards. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hi, Uncle Neil. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good. You don't remember Bradley Raines? That was a character's name. That's not an actor. He was Beth Raines' father. No, that uh, goes back. My, my Alzheimer's too heavy duty for that. Oh, oh you'll tell she was blonde. She was, like, involved with Philip. And, oh, man, that goes way back. But it's, it's, do, do you know how old some of these people are? I mean, granted, with makeup, they make them look pretty darn good. If you saw a picture of him, you would recognize him right away because he's in everything. He's, but like Beth, she still looks sensational. But I bet you she's like uh, in her mid-50s. Right, but that's not even the original Beth. This goes back to like the original Beth. From, oh, my like, God. Well, that's like before Jesus was a baby. Yeah, but, it, but you would now, That goes back to the Papa Bauer days, I bet. No, 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 no. That definitely doesn't go back to the first part. <laughs> Nistva. Nistva. That's all he ever said was Nistva. I don't know what that means, but Nistva. I don't go back that far. I go back to, like, the Roger Thorpe days. Oh, my God. And, Roger, you know, this is the only guy that fell off a big cliff, like, two different times and he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, but then, the, but then was it Richard Zaslow? He got really sick. Yeah, that's correct. Died. Yeah. He, got, he had, like, uh, what, what's the thing when you get the mosquito bitten by the um, uh, tick? Oh, oh. Lyme disease. Lyme disease, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, got, he, was... he died from Lyme disease. Did you know really? that? No, no, yeah. that I did not. I thought he had, like, Parkinson's or No, he died. Like they, first, they couldn't figure out what he had. Then, come to find out he had Lyme disease, and then he died. Oh, that's, well, yeah, he was and a good actor. And speaking of Roger Thorpe, not that anybody in our audience cares, but whatever, <laughs> and thank God that he's gone. Sebastian Holtz, well, I have no idea what that name came from. Uh, whatever happened to him? He got on a plane. He was going to kidnap a little uh, diddlehead there, whatever her name is, and uh, Lizzie, and then he uh, disappeared. Well, you know, that's a soap opera for you. Yeah, and thank God he disappeared. And, of course, Philip is out there somewhere, and we're supposed to forget about that. He's still alive, but uh, that, I guess the storyline didn't go over too big. Is, he the, is it the same actor who's still playing Philip? Yeah. Didn't, they haven't changed him? Because I met him a long time ago. Really? I, well, I went on the set of Guiding Light years and years and years and years ago and met, you know, like Justin and... He, look, you know, he, looks so, he looks so bad now. He was uh, always really? kind of gaunt looking, but it looks like he's taken. They've taken the skin and stretched it over a skeleton. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they try. All to the keep bones them. in his head protrude. <laughs> they try to keep them going and going and going. Yeah, like the Energizer Bunny. Have a great day, sweetheart. Love you. Bye. Say hi to Beth. Now Beth still looks pretty good. And I'll tell you who's really ancient. You see, we see these people on TV year after year, like uh, on uh, Wheel of Squeal of Fortune. A couple of nights ago, at the end of the show, I don't know why they showed her feet, but Vanna was doing, there was something about her feet. Okay. And what she was wearing, sandals or whatever. 
better than the Pope's uh, pink's uh, red slippers, <laughs> by the way. But her feet were the giveaway. I mean, you can put a lot of makeup on the rest of your body, on your face, and whatever. Right. But it's kind of hard to make up your bare feet. Right. And her feet looked like the feet, the feet of a hundred-year-old bag. I mean, oh my! And yeah. I thought to myself, just stop and think about it. How long? No, is no. That? How many years has that show been on? About thirty, man. Right. That's I guarantee you, she's she's in her fifties. You give me crap for having a foot fetish, which I don't, but it's a very telling sign to uh, to check out the feet. You find well, out why. If, if you've seen, I don't know how much you're into Vanna, which hey. yeah, so so. But uh, believe me, if you saw the feet, you'd say that. Right. Yeah, you'd have run. She had the I feet agree. of a four hundred year old woman. Also, like Paris Hilton, also four hundred year old harpy feet. Yeah, but well, it kind of like fits in with the rest of that bit. Yes, so it does. does. I mean, Vanna is considered hot. I don't know why, but nevertheless, she got no boobies. She, got she was pretty nuts. in her day. Yeah, she was all right. That was like 100 years ago. I got naked pictures and, and of her. And Pat Sajak has never changed. You notice what they do with makeup? He right. looks exactly the same now as he did 100 years. Do a uh, Google on that while you're through Googling whatever else we were Googling. Vanna's feet? No, no. <laughs> yeah, Google Vanna's feet. Looks like somebody beat you to it. No, seriously. Do a Johnny pump on Vanna's feet. <laughs> Google the Wheel of Fortune and see how long that show has been on the air. Oh, I'm just Well, uh, although the, in the current incarnation, because it was on originally with that uh, jackass, oh, what the hell's his name, which I hate him. That awful, awful, the worst, Chuck Swillery. Okay, I was going to say. When they used to have the uh, the ceramic Dalmatian, and when they used to go shopping, remember that? And they'd have his they'd have his picture with a contestant, like, uh, in the corner of the screen, and they'd be going shopping. I'll, I'll take the uh, canoe for uh, 2000 Oh, brother. Sajak was born in forty six. So that means, uh, so he's almost 60 years old. He's almost as old as I am. He's 59 years old, for Christ's sake. Yeah, October 46. Wow, 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 wow. He'll be 60 this year. Maybe he's got a drawstring on the back of his head where they cinch his face tight. Is that what it is? That's how they do it. I mean, he doesn't do much, but he's, he's, he does exactly what he needs to do. He's fine for that show. He didn't do a damn thing, and he's making millions. He's making millions. And what about her? Do they actually list her date of birth in there, or would that be uh, un unclean? Oh, I just went to their bios. Oh. Okay, we'll do it after the break. Anybody wants to hear about Vanna's feet? 17 till noon at QAM with lightning quick speeds. The latest 57. features and I beg your pardon? 57. See, what did I tell you? I told you she was dead in her mid-50s, and she's even older than that. She's an old crow. With she's old almost feet. 60 years old, Vanna. What did I tell you, baby? Oh, my God. With lightning quick speeds, the latest features in security, Comcast high-speed Internet leaves DSL in the dust. And today you can get on board for just nine ninety-five for three months. That's right. With an always-on connection speed of 6 megabytes, Comcast high-speed Internet is up to four times faster than DSL 1.5 and up to 100 times faster than dial-up. Whether you're downloading music, watching streaming video, playing online games, or simply surfing your favorite sites, Comcast reliable fast connection means you'll be flying through the Internet. Plus, when you sign up for Comcast high-speed Internet, you get instant access to free features like the fan, video mail, Comcast Rhapsody Radio Plus, and up to seven personal email accounts, just to name a few. Not only that, but you get McAfee security tools included so you can be assured that your Internet experience is always safe and secure. So what are you waiting for? Start doing more faster than ever before. Sign up for Comcast High-Speed Internet today for only $9.95 a month for three months, and you wonder how you ever managed without it. Call 954-305-COMCAST today. Call for details. Certain restrictions apply. In Broward, 954-COMCAST. In Dade, 305-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560-QAM. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Get me a ticket for an aeroplane. That's the wheel of fortune game. 
She's got ancient feet. That's the dead giveaway. Boy, wait, wait till we get to see Pat's feet. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine all the toe jam in there? Woo. Controversial lobbyists had close contact with the Bush team. Uh, the president signed on to the executive branch shall construe the Title X and Division A. In President Bush's first ten months, well, I want to give you a little flavor of the Alito hearings. In the first 10 months, GOP fundraiser Jack Abramoff and his lobbying team logged nearly 200 contacts with the new administration as they pressed for friendly hires at federal agencies and sought to keep the northern Mariana Islands exempt from the minimum wage and other laws record show. The meetings between Abramoff's lobbying team and the administration range from Attorney General John Ascroft to policy advisors in Dick Cheney's office, according to his lobbying firm, Billing Records. Abramoff, well, we know he's under investigation, in addition to Abramoff's lobbying colleagues on the Marianas, won political appointments inside federal agencies. Our standing with the new administration promises to be solid, as several friends of the CNMI Islands will soon be taking high-ranking positions in the administration, including within the Interior Department, Abramoff wrote in a January 2001 letter, in which he persuaded the island government to follow him as a client to his new lobbying firm, Greenberg Traurig. Uh-huh. The reception Abramoff's team received from the Bush administration was in stark contrast to the chilly rela uh, relations of the Clinton years. Abramoff, then at the Preston Gates firm, scored few meetings with Clinton aides and the lobbyists and the islands vehemently opposed White House attempts to extend U.S. labor laws to the territory's clothing factories. I wonder what Kathy Lee thinks about that. 
The records from Abramoff's firm obtained by the Associated Press from the Marianas under an open uh, records request chronicle Abramoff's careful cultivation of relations with Bush's political team as far back as 1997. In that year, Abramoff charged the Marianas for getting then-Texas Governor George Bush to write a letter expressing support for the Pacific Territory school choice proposal, his billing records show. I hope you'll keep my office informed on the progress of this initiative, Bush wrote in July 18, 97, letter praising the island's school plan and copying in an Abramoff deputy. As for the number of Abramoff lobbying team contact with Bush officials documented in the billing records, White House spokesman Aaron Healy said, we don't know how he defines contacts. Andrew Blum, a spokesman for Abramoff, declined comment. The greenberg Traurig, former Abramoff, worked between late 2000 and early 2004, is investigating Abramoff's work and cooperating with government investigations. How do you like that? High contacts with all the uh, Bush crowd. What a surprise, huh? Shocker. What a shock. Birds of a feather are crooked together. Oh, here's uh, this Michael Zaslow business. Do we really care about this? He's also the first red, uh, what is it, red shirt to die on Star Trek. Is that what it says, red shirt? I, I guess. Yes, red shirt. What is that? Never heard of him. The, the red shirts were the people that always got bumped off in Star Trek. Well, he was Roger Thorpe on Guiding Light. He died uh, December 1998. Oh, it says here Lou Gehrig's disease. Lou Gehrig's disease. I thought he died from... He was the, uh, the godfather of Christian Slater, so already you hate him like poison. Yeah. Ooh, well, that's his name. Zazlo. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's dead. And you see, I just learned something there. I thought he died from Lyme disease. Maybe that was one of the things they thought. But it was Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh, he said, we're today I'm the unluckiest man. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, that's a great that, that thing you read on Abroff and the, uh, the islands on the Marianas. You know, these, these rich people, extremely rich, yeah. all they want to do is rape the poor and keep them down and just, you know, give themselves tax cuts. So our children can pay for it. It just makes me sick. Well, don't, don't forget about if you saw Fahrenheit 9/11 and about the offshore, uh, the the so-called offices of Halliburton, so that they, you know, they can subvert the law and do business with Iran yeah. and do whatever the hell they want. And there's nothing there but like a PO box. They, they're, they're, it's it's a sham and a scam, and, and the public doesn't care. Right. They don't have to pay taxes. It, I right. saw something on the news about a couple months ago. They said you know like 80 percent of the taxes 50 years ago were paid by corporations. Now it's like the other way around. You know, 80 percent. You got it. And it's like the corporations are like the um, the own this country, you know? It just makes me mad. All right, later. Good luck to you, Pally. I'll look for you at the border. Okay, we'll keep it. We'll keep the. Uh, although, quite frankly, if they put Stephen Harper in here, it ain't going to be too much better, because he'll take him back 50 years. He'll try to his best to undo whatever progress they made, which is a lot, you know. How he could be like uh, many points ahead in Ontario, which is so liberal, only second to Quebec, and of course Quebec is, is a non-factor because they got their own party there, the Quebecois. How do you like that? The what now? The Quebecois. I see. Yeah, Gilles Duceppe, he was in the debate last night. He's oh, the oh, oh. Uh, hot shot from Quebec. He's the one running for uh, prime minister on the bloc. And, of course, they don't get any votes outside of Quebec. But he keeps referring to it as uh, Canada and Quebec. Sacre bleu. Oh, yeah. Quebec is a nation. He kept uh, chiding Paul Martin. He won't refer to it as a nation. It's, just, it's obnoxious and disgusting. Oui. And Paul Martin, who, of course, is a Quebecois, Quebecer himself, you don't have the balls to tell him, hey, blow it out your ass, okay? Either get with the program or go ahead and secede. We'll pack you a, we'll pack you a smoked meat sandwich, eh? God, it's, uh, you know, politics all over the world sucks. It's just a bunch of crooks like the guy just said, you know? So you do the best you can. That's all you can do, baby. Do the best you can and grab whatever graft you can, and that's it. How come we never get any? I have to talk to uh, Joe about that. About getting some graft? Getting some graft, man. A little kickback, a little pillow right. action. Even if it's only Steffi graft. All right. Let's hop on board. I'm so sick and tired of those tennis players, you know? Uh, I avoid them uh, quite easily. 
No, you don't avoid that one. Which one? Oh, Two that Trump one. Players. Oh, well. Not what do you miss most about your childhood? <laughs> We're asking on this pool today. A fabulous pool. 280 votes. Having no worries, 89. No bills to pay, 34. Playing sports, 33. Without a jock strap. Although in school we had to wear a jock strap. I do remember that. Huh. And then Jim Park was in the uh, locker room that one day. Didn't have any. Uh, well, my old neighborhood has sports? got. About 30, man. He had something. Saturday morning cartoon, 17. Freedom, 16. Going to school instead of work, 14. Spankings, 8. Baseball cards, 8. Halloween trick and treating, 7. Diddling my classmates, 6. Comic book, 6. Free speech, 6. Believing in Santa Claus, 4. Spring break, 3. Bubblegum, 2. Recess, 1. Believing in God, 1. And my allowance, solamente uno. Bunch of cheapskate parents. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. They call me Mr. Moose, and I'll be visiting uh, to the Dwell to Warning Hour. People might say, well, you know, all this talk about the ancient past, like living in the past. Well, you know, with the Bush crowd in there, you better get used to it. That's right, the good olden days. That's right. They turned the clock back 50 years. In fact, pretty soon you dark folks won't be able to vote at all, maybe as yeah. soon as this fall. And get away from that water fountain. And again, away from that Johnny pump. 
Oh, that's right. We're going to have separate uh, dark-complected fire hydrants for the uh, dark-colored folks, for the uh, jo- their own Johnny Pumps. We'll paint it black. Right. Uh, let's see. Lynn says, how about my parents being young and healthy? Isn't that nice? My yeah, parents being so... young and healthy. Mm. What? No, we'll put it on there as soon as Josh gets back in the room. Well, where the hell did he go? Don't tell me he's... Uh... Now, did the food come in? No, that's where he's... Uh, uh-huh. to get the food. Well, I'm glad he's got his priorities in order, just like everybody else that ever worked on this show. Food comes first on the Neil Rogers Show. Make no mistake about that. Getting the free food, which I'm sure he's also got that Magnolia DVD. That's right. Now, if, if he watches that and A, falls asleep in the middle of it, which it is very long, or B, watches the whole thing and then tells me it sucked, it's just going to be uh, devastating. I'll tell him to lie. No, don't tell him. I don't <laughs> want him to lie. There it is. He's holding it in his hand in the movie, too. How about that? And Thank the food, you, I'm man. sure, under the, under his armpit. Yeah, get that food in here quick, boy. I'm wow. polishing, as they say in Ireland. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon singular wireless line. Man, we got like a lilt in our uh, in our uh, 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 kilt. <laughs> a lilt in our kilt. You ever have one of those? Not lately. No, seriously. It's like uh, it's just it's like we've been born again, baby. It's born again QAM. Now maybe I'm getting a little bit too carried away, but what everybody is telling me, and you notice, you notice how everybody is hopping too. Remember Hop Sing? Right. From Bonanza? Wasn't that what show he was on was Bonanza? No, is that a guy's name or something you do? And now we got, uh, we're hopping too. Because, uh, like Clarence this morning, I talked about those two pieces of copy. And, be- and before you could, like, even fart, all of a sudden uh-huh. there were, like, a replacement copy came in. Just like it always does. Are you playing that old Happy Day again? I like that song, by the way. Edwin Hawkins Singer. It's a good song. Sensational. I'm not playing it. It must be just coming out of the atmosphere. Oh, it's coming from the Lord. All right. <laughs> I couldn't even hear it, and I talked it up. How do you like that? Did huh? it by feel. You use the force. That's timing, baby. You just feel your way to it. That's what Stevie Wonder taught me. Okay, kill it. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Oh, boy, where do I begin when I miss from childhood? But I would have to say I miss freedom from aches and pains. Uh-huh. You know, he used to run around and play in the playground, and you wouldn't hurt, you know. Right. Your Lack back of pain. Lack, Lack of pain. Yeah, I'm, no pain, no aches and pains. Right. Yeah. And, and remember, firm, smooth skin, uh, no jowls, God. Something Who? getting old. Who had the jowls? I do. Everybody oh, I... does. <laughs> okay. Gravity. Don't, just oh, don't forget. Oh, Van- thing, Neil. Yes. Please, uh, when you speak to the new guy, please remind him about those fart sounds because we're mature adults out here and we want our farts back. Okay. Well, even little kids fart, so I'll have to remind him of that. Okay. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Work on those jowls. Five, six, seven, oh, five. Of course, my mother, she wasn't more concerned about bowels than jowls, but that's another story. You think it's just coincidence that my mother's initials were MB, which backwards, Ooh. of course, is BM? It must have been. No, I don't think it was no coincidence. No, obsessed. Just obsessed. Oh, my oh. God. Talk about a magnificent obsession. What she wouldn't have given for just, before she finally met her maker, just one good explosive. Well, somebody QAM. Hello. QAM. Hi, Neil. Yes, I am. Hi, Neil. Uh, summer vacation needs to be on your list. Okay. That's better than spring break. Oh, the way it is now, they're making it so short you can barely, uh, it's like a blip. I'll still take it. Okay, hey, thanks. I have a question. Can I yes. Ask a question? Okay, I know I'm only here two years. 
agree with most of the people you hate on TV. Uh huh. But I want to know if there's anybody you like for local news, for I know who to watch. Uh, local news in South Florida right now? Yeah, is there anybody no. worth watching? No, absolutely not. What's the lesser of all the evil? Uh, there isn't any. <laughs> I'm oh, serious. Well. I'm serious. I keep threatening to turn off Channel 4 when I'm near, and I can't do it because uh, the rest of them are so bad. All right. Well, if you think of anybody, let me know. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. How about Angela Ray? She's good for a few laughs, huh? <laughs> good old Angela Ray. <laughs> all those miners are dead. <laughs> she is just uh, a silly oh. goose, you know now, how many minutes did she last in New York? About man. She was there almost as long as Mr. Ego. You will be pleased to know they gave her a chair with a back on it so that she don't fall over backwards. Hey, man, you guys are real funny. I want you to say something funny because you're my dancing bear. Do something funny. Hurry up. I'm waiting. Do something funny. You're my dancing bear. Come on, <laughs> dancing bear. Wow. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. What is it? There's a new one to add to our list. See, yesterday it was all old, stale crap, but there's something new and exciting. We can look forward to. I'm sure just about every day, for a week or two, until somebody uh, puts him out of his misery, or until he finds that Johnny Pump. WQAM, hello. I have personality. Yeah. Remember what I told you yesterday? Yep. Now, bye bye. Invisible Won't be man. hearing that uh, sound no more. In the 50 years that Grant Goodman has known and corresponded with a colleague in the Philippines, he's never had any reason to suspect that their friendship was anything but spectacularly ordinary. But now he believes that the relationship has somehow sparked the interest of the Department of Homeland Security and led the agency to place him under surveillance. Last month, Goodman, an 81-year-old, 81-year-old retired University of Kansas history professor, received a letter from his friend in the Philippines that had been opened and resealed with a strip of dark green tape bearing the words, by border protection and carrying the official Homeland Security seal. I had no idea Homeland Security would open personal letters, Goodman told MSNBC in a phone interview. That's why I alerted the media. I thought it should be known publicly that this is going on, he said. Goodman originally showed the letter to his own local newspaper, the Kansas-based Lawrence Journal World. I was shocked and there was a certain degree of disbelief in the beginning, Goodman said, when he noticed the letter had been tampered with, adding that he felt his privacy had been invaded. I think I must be under some kind of surveillance, he'd be saying. Goodman is no stranger to mail snooping. As an officer during WW2, he was responsible for reading all outgoing mail of the men in his command and censoring any passages that might provide clues as to his unit's position. Do you know what your unit's position is? Probably. But we didn't do it as clumsily as they've done, and I can tell you that, Goodman noted, with no small amount of irony in his voice. Isn't it funny that this doesn't appear to be any kind of surreptitious effort here, he said. The letter comes from a retired Filipino history professor. Goodman declined to identify her. And although the Philippines is on the U.S. government's radar screen as a potential spawning ground for Muslim-related terrorism, Goodman said his friend is a devout Catholic and not given to supporting such causes. They don't even go to the Hajj. No. Can, can you tell me what uh, that is? What is silly. that? What idiotic. Yeah, nice okay. outfits, though, by the way. I will say that. Yeah, they're all stuck so into the Hajj, which they the have to do. All is, is it all Muslims that got to go to the, do that once in their lifetime? Otherwise, they're not going to get to 85,000 virgins? Uh, I do know this. Once you've uh, gone to the Hajj, yes. they get to call you Haji. Is the Hajj like the Taj Mahal? 
A spokesman for the Customs and Border Protection Division said he couldn't speak directly to Goodman's case, but acknowledged that the agency can, will, and does open mail coming to U.S. citizens that originates from a foreign country whenever it's deemed necessary. Phone calls, letters, all of these uh, all of these things. things. And all mail originating outside the U.S. Customs Territory, that's to be delivered inside the U.S. Customs Territory, subject to customs examination. So I wonder if from Canada, too, eh? That includes personal correspondence. In other words, if somebody was to send me some cough drops, they probably wouldn't get here. Probably not. Probably all mail means all mail, said John Mohan, a CBP spokesman emphasizing the point. All mail means all mail. The process isn't something we're trying to hide, he said, noting the wording on the agency's website. We've had this authority since before the Department of Homeland Security was created, he said. However, Mohan declined to outline what criteria used to determine what a piece of a personal correspondence should be open, but said obviously it's a security-related criteria. Mohan also declined to say how often or in what volume CBP might be opening mail. All I can really say is that Customs and Border Protection does undertake opening mail when it's deemed to be necessary, in other words, whenever they feel like it. Oh, look at that. There's one for that uh, George Rodriguez. Well, we know he's a subversive spick, so we're going to like to open up your mail. That's right. Yeah. And, in fact, open up some of our bills and while you're at it, pay a few. That'd be nice. That would be a good idea. How's those Alito hearings coming? The budget judiciary has, has the responsibility. Bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. It's uh, 12 minutes afternoon at 560 WQM, the uh, Howard David pregame show. We've got Mo for uh, two hours, and we got the Mad Dog for three solid, four to seven. Gildy at seven o'clock tonight. <laughs> Uh, put the filter on your radio speaker, and then uh, Eddie K at 10. Resolve yourself to get a stupendous night's sleep every night in 2006 by making one easy call, 1-800-MATTRESS. Nothing's got a bigger impact on your daily health, well-being, and productivity than a good night's sleep, and you can get one as soon as tonight. If you make that one easy call right now, dial a mattress, 1-800-MATTRESS. If your mattress is more than 10 years old, I'll just about bet anybody's life on it if that it's sagging, lumpy time to get rid of it and give you a new one. Choose from the complete line of Sealy. Serta, Simmons, King Coral, Tempervit, Experience Bananas, Foster, when you call Dial a Mattress. They take same-day orders all day long from Kendall to Stewart, from Palm Beach to Fort Myers. And like they've been doing for years, they still let you pick the convenient time when it's uh, good for you, when you're going to be home. The date and two-hour delivery when you want that mattress delivered, and they show up 99.7% of the time on time. I've been using them for years and years, and most of the folks at QM are catching on, too, and getting their new mattresses from Dial a Mattress. So start the new year off right with a great new mattress from Dial a Mattress. Don't put off getting a better night's sleep no longer. Pick up that phone right now and call them toll free at 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-MATTRESS, or on the Wicked Web, it's mattress.com. Dial a mattress, the only smart way to get you a great night's sleep, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Leave off the last S because it stands for stupendous savings. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Stay in Miami Town. Absolutely. At 560 I want to talk today about why we went into Iraq, why we stayed in Iraq, and why we cannot and will not leave Iraq for generations to come. It is because of oil. As President, I'm responsible for the decision to go into Iraq. At any point along the way, I could have avoided war. <laughs> So we misled the American people, and rightly so. Stakes in Iraq are high because of oil, and we will not leave until victory has been achieved. May God bless you all. And don't forget, once that oil starts flowing, there's going to be big money, and all you guys have better be there. Remember that scene That's in right. 9-11? Yeah, people are going to die, but we're going to make yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, the sad part of that is uh, there's going to be a lot of money to be made, and we're all going to be there hooking up our own... Phew! Right. 
Although the bad news is the Kurds got there first. What do you miss most about your childhood? Having no worries. No, actually, the arsonists got there first and then the Kurds. Having no worries, 109. Oh, carefree life, man. Mm -hmm. Oh. Of course, not everybody had that kind of a childhood. Right? Right. right. Foster children. Sure. Abandoned children. children abused children. Drunk, huh? abusive parents. Right. Right. All of these uh All of these things. things. No bills to pay, 43. Playing sports, 40. Oh, yeah. My Old Neighborhood, 35. Saturday Morning Cartoons, 21. Which means one thing to some people, and to us old fogies, means like actually at the movie theater, Saturday Morning Cartoons. And cereals. I'm not talking about breakfast cereals. I'm talking about uh, movie cereals. Like, uh, what's the one that I absolutely love? Which they, there's a channel here that uh, every periodically shows them all, like one after the other one. Like uh, Captain, uh, oh, Ro Co I used to call him Rocket Man, but that's yeah. not the name of the, what is it? Commander Cody? Commando Cody, not Commander. Commando wow. Cody and the, uh, what? Do I'll a Google on that. Google it. What, what is that actually called? Commando Cody and the, uh, something of, uh, and he had that, that funky spacesuit that he wore. He was one of the frumpiest looking guys for a hero, you know? But he put on that spacesuit with that little dial on it, looked like an old fashioned radio dial. And all of a sudden he had that helmet. Remember that? No, you're not incorrect. It's a brief overview of the, the site that I'm on right now. A brief overview of Commando Cody, a.k.a. Rocket Man. Oh, really? Well, maybe that's what they called it in the theater. Maybe it was said Rocket Sky Man. Sky Marshal of the Universe. Right. Did you ever see it? I've seen the, uh, the old, um, you know, footage, reruns. Right. Everyone. Oh, it's, it was uh, so camp, man. He, had, sure. uh, he was just a frumpy old guy with a wrinkled up old suit. I know this guy. He's got like a coffee can on his head. <laughs> that's Rocket Man. Looks like a percolator. Anyway, we had those cereals, and then, of course, they would leave you hanging, and then you had to come back the next Saturday, and, uh, and then they only lasted 15 minutes. It's it's like once upon a time there were TV shows. I know this comes as a great shock, but since uh, that lady started the soap opera thing, uh, I think Guiding Light was one of them. I'm not sure, but there were soap operas that run for 15 minutes. Now, can you imagine? Then they went to 30. About 30, man. And uh, most of them now are an hour. Now, what's the one that's still 30 to one that your wife likes? So that ridge, that horrible, the bold and the, oh, yeah, the bold and grotesque. Right. Oh, yeah. that's only got like three characters in it. Pretty much. Anyway, no bills to pay, 44. Playing sports, 41. My old neighborhood, 35. Missed the old hood, not. Missed the old uh, neighborhood in Brighton, though. That wasn't too bad. Except for all those Catholics that used to beat me up. Saturday morning cartoons, 21. Freedom, 20. Going to school instead of going to work, 20. Baseball cards, 12. Diddling my classmates, 10. Spankings, 8. <laughs> wow. That is great. 8. Halloween Trick and Treat in 8, Free Speech 7, Summer Vacation 6, Comic Book 6, Spring Break 4, Believing in Santa Claus 4, When We Were Young and Foolish, and they lied to us about Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, God, Jesus, all this crap, uh, Bubblegum 3, My Parents Being Healthy 1, Recess 1, Believing in God 1, and My Allowance, Still Solamente Uno. Most people have real cheap parents. You know, I remember, this is going to sound really strange. But one of the things I remember from my childhood, I think my cousin and I, or maybe a friend of mine and I, we used to go around with like a little pail. Okay. No, I'm, I'm serious. A, and a for pail some, what? For, for pail uh, pasty face. Okay. For some reason, in, in our neighborhood, there were places where people had like, uh, I, I mean, I never heard of people burying money in the ground, but we had a couple of spots where we knew there was like all this change, like quarters and half dollars and silver dollars. 
and, and we would, like, go around and find money in the ground. Don't ask me how, and I'm not making that up, but it's true. Okay. What was that all about? What were people doing sticking a bunch of money in the ground? Maybe there were pedophiles hoping children would come to try to dig it up. Is that what it was? I don't know. I've never, never heard of such a thing. A magnet? Well, I'm just telling you. Just like the time I found it was 15 or 20 bucks on the ground uh, yeah. by, right by the curb in uh, Miami Beach. I well, told you that story. Thing, yeah. That's a true story. Sure. I don't think it was 15. I think it was like 11 or 12 bucks, but it sure as hell bought me a nice lunch that day. Maybe it was 8 bucks. That yeah, might have been it. What are the odds of that, though, you know? Your ATM card isn't working. Or the, at that time, it was the flagship bank on Washington Avenue. And it was out of order, the ATM. Maybe got in those money. days, it wasn't like there was an ATM on every street corner. If your bank ATM didn't work, forget about it. You weren't going to get no cash. And so I was going to go hungry. I was going to have to go back to my little tiny apartment on the beach over there and eat, like, uh, uh, whatever, scraps. And here's 11 or 12 bucks. Like, I think it was a two fives and a one, or two fives and two ones. And then, of course, I told you that time that I found the 80 bucks outside the door of my building here. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, what's that all about? I, I think instead of wasting my time here, I ought to be out just looking for money. Sure, get you one what, of those metal detectors. What is that detectors? thing that people use? They go to the beach and they use that, like, uh... Metal detector, I was just saying. You yeah, can, metal detector, you right. You be a beachcomber. Yeah. Get you your, uh, your shovel. I'm going over to Lake Ontario right now and comb the beach and cruise the beach. Get the headset Sunshine? Going. Why the hell not? Five six seven oh five sixty. It's like panning for gold, right? right? Very similar. I know some guys who are like do, 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 do. digging for gold. WQAM. Hello. I have personality. Keep it up. Just keep it up because yeah, it ain't going to It's irrelevant. Yeah, it really is. You're right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. We used to take the quarters and glue them down to the concrete in front of the pharmacy. That was always fun. Uh-huh, yeah, right. That was right before he had his first lobotomy. Are we adding that to the poll? I'm kidding. WQAM, hello. My bell's coming for me. What should I do? Where should I... WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I think it was the edge of night that was like 15, 19 minutes. No, I don't think so. I think that was a half an hour. That was on the, 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 just before the secret storm. I'll let search for tomorrow. Now, that was also 15 minutes. I think that was on at 12.30 oh, yeah. and 12.45 was Guiding Light. That's Those are the two. You know what I missed? Throwing snowballs. Okay. Good one. Thanks. Thanks, Pally. Of course, in Florida, we probably won't get that many, although most of you are transplanted from uh, some uh, from Yenemsville, from someplace. Throwing snowballs. Sure. That's a good one. I'll get a bunch of votes. Yeah, whatever. And in South Florida, they're just uh, throwing matzo balls in Boca. All those old coots do, 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 do. in Boca. How about that, Vanna and Pat? Is that a real... We never would have really... Uh, nobody would have known. Who'd have thunk it, uh, I never they thought say. about it. Huh? I never really thought well, about it. Well, I mean, just uh, you stop and think about it. Like Bob Barker, I bet you he's at least 140. Right. No, how old did you say he is? I'll say 82. Okay. I was going to say 80-something, low 80. Yeah. Google that. Google old uh, Bob and his white hair. WQIM, Hello. Uh, Neil? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, I got a, I got a spy report. Uh, the Bushmeister coming to town, uh, tomorrow up here in Palm Beach. Oh, my God. Staying at the Colony Hotel. I'll be damned. I got a little insider. Okay, well, good luck to you folks. Maybe he can go convince all those Jews that voted for Pat Buchanan that he was a better choice. 23. Out of I beg your pardon? 1923. So he's 82. December, though, so... What did I just say, though? 82. 82. 
Well, he'll be 82 in December. Good guess. Don't look a day over 81, I'll tell you that. As a matter of fact, right. he's not. Spring chicken. He's okay. I don't know. I mean, he's got that... Uh, Whatever. He's got his issues, but he, he's all right. I like that show. And, and that show, I think I think that once he croaks or decides finally to hang it up, I think that's the end of that show. I mean, they keep replacing the announcers on there because they keep croaking, you know. Right. Johnny Olsen, Rod Roddy. Hey, Rod, what do you keep going to Thailand for? No, you know they'll try to uh, reincarnate it somehow. Yeah, but it won't they work. It's just, just like Family Feud. When I was home, oh... Mm. Oh, they got a family feud on there. Now, who's the host on that? That fat-faced guy with a beard? I don't know what his oh, name uh, is. Oh, Louis Anderson? Is he still doing no, it? No, no, no. Louis, uh, Louis Anderson was uh, interim. He was, like, on for about five minutes, and now right. they got a new guy. It's even more. That makes you Jones for Louis Anderson. Oh, come on, Ray. Ray Combs. We want him back. I guess he had a nasty divorce, but then there was a reason. I, uh, somebody was talking about that. Well, yeah, you read the story. Somebody faxed it in or something. And what was it? Uh, he was Catholic. He thought he was going to be the next Johnny Carson, Ray Combs. He thought he was just this hysterical, uh, great yeah. personality. And then, of course, and not only that, but on Family Feud, a lot of people were pissed off because they missed Richard Dawson, as mm -hmm. much of a drunken, incoherent, and egotist as he was. Uh, you know, but I thought it was okay with Ray Combs. He was fine. Yeah, he was fine. Fire yeah. I say bring him back. He's better than the guy they got on now. Oh, you haven't seen the Family Feud guy now? No. Oh my God, he is so. You know, you know how there are shows that if they don't have the right, it's like it's like Wheel of Fortune. I'm telling you, when Chuck Swillery was hosting that show, with Daniel went off the air. Merv Griffin was like uh, picking dingleberries. He was so upset. And then they finally uh, brought in Pat and Vanna, and they're still there. They don't do much, but at least they don't. At least they don't chase you away like Chuck Swillery. He is just an evildoer. What, what was the other show he was on? One of those dating shows. It was. It was uh, Newlyweds, I think. Nah, that was uh, that was Bob uh, uh, Eubanks. No, he was on Love uh, Connection or something, like, like that. something like that. Love Concoction. The host is Richard Karn, which is the guy from Home Improvement. Oh, oh that oh. guy. Yeah, <laughs> <he's here>. <laughs> <laughs> he was the unfunny guy on Home Improvement. Yeah, and, he, and if you thought he was unfunny on air, you ought to see how unfunny he is on uh, Family Feud. Man. 27 past noon at 560 WQM. It's that time of the year again for you to keep up that New Year's resolution. This year, you got the best chance to keep the weight-losing resolution and get healthy again because Balance for Life is waiting for you. This year, we're going to help the beast out, get him ready for his wedding day, providing with him gourmet meals. from. We're giving him the gift of life from Balance for Life. We're going to keep his fat ass alive. What could be easier than getting that black sack delivered right to your door every day and losing the weight, watching the weight fall off your fat body? You get three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks delivered every day right to the doorstep, and you still lose weight. And every week, they send you a menu, and you pick out your own choices for each every meal, every snack, and they do all the work. The meals come right to your door, and you lose weight like crazy. So sit back and eat gourmet meals as your friends and coworkers are rushing off to the gym, snacking on carrot steaks and, uh, sticks and rice cakes and just starving to death while you have a big fat pupic every day and still losing weight. Get in the zone with Balance for Life. Call them now at 1-866-225-4543. That's 866-225-4543. Or on the web, it's balanceforlife.com. Don't wait. If you really want to make that New Year's resolution a reality this year and stay alive, call Balance for Life now. Mention me or QAM and get two free days of food this week. 1-866-225-4543. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. In the church. It's Tuesday. There is it Wednesday. I don't know. It's the cats and hibis again. Uh, today, uh, we're not going to talk about anything that happened on the show that preceded me. So don't be calling me here and calling me Mo. The name ain't Mo. Understand? It's Mo. How in the name of it? Now, 
On with the droning moronics of sports. Do we have that uh, actuality queued up? Uh, go ahead. Everybody in the organization gave 100% after spending the evening with transvestite hookers and said, Give me the ball, 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 give me the ball. Okay, you're joining us here on the phone. We got Peter King. Peter King. You know Peter King. He's famous. Sports royalty, I tell you. What do you say there, Pete? Who is this? Who are you? You, Pete? <laughs> no. Who's this? Stephen King. Oh, Stephen King, huh? Well, you don't scare me. I don't, huh? No. Boom. Help! Can we go up the chandelier? Why did you put a chandelier in the studio in the first place? I wanted the place to look more like Leonard's equipment. I'm getting off of here! Looks like I don't have to. Twelve thirty four QM, remember that movie Pin? Yes. The last movie that I had sent to you. Uh, and it was pretty good. And you remember the ending? Yes. A dead woman dressed in white was positioned in a chair in front of a television set for two and a half years. Ooh. Because she told her caregiver she didn't want to be buried and planned to return, the coroner said. This is in Cincinnati. I'll be right back. Don't show my body when I'm dead, Hamilton County Coroner Dr. Odell Owens said Monday, describing Johannes's Pope's wishes. Don't bury me. I'm coming back. Pope 61 died August 29, 2003. Her caretaker and friend, whose name hasn't been released, left the woman upstairs in the home with the TV and air conditioning on while the body slowly decayed and mummified, authorities said. Oh, she could be one of those mummers now. Or a hummer. Remember that? How much for a mummer? Some family members continue to live downstairs in the house since her death. Police went to the house last Wednesday after a relative who hadn't seen uh, Pope in two and a half years called him. They found a staircase behind a door blocked by a basket and climbed to the second floor where they found the body. The staircase was blocked by a basket. What kind of basket? Oh, I don't know, but there was a little dog at the bottom of the stairs. You know what the dog did? It puts the lotion in the basket. Right. Probably to keep the body like... Anyway, standing outside, one could smell death, Owen said. They could smell death. Distance of death. Owen said he had not determined the cause of death, but found no signs of abuse or foul play. Authorities are working <laughs> to determine whether... Whether any crimes were committed, but Owen said that, yeah, the caretaker and family members apparently didn't benefit in any way by keeping Pope, uh, keeping the body. Kind of like oh, uh, Tony Perkins would have liked it a lot. How can they say they didn't benefit? What a conversation piece. Yeah, exactly. Like that turd, that toyard turd. Here's the facts, and this is a really good one. Boy, I, you know something? Pinball machines. They're still are, around. Are they? Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Sure. If there's, and, and, you know, I never, I don't, for whatever reason, I never got to play them very much. There was a, at uh, Roseland Park in Canandaigua, New York, where I went to high school. Mm-hmm. They had uh, various games, and they had pinball machines there. But back in those days, I don't think we had, like, all the arcades like they have today. Right. Well, they still have them, and they're still making them, and some of them are quite elaborate. You'll be God, I love pinball machines. They're so much freaking fun. I can't even, and that's one of the, you know, put that down, I might change my vote. All right. And the thing I miss is I wish if I had the chance to do it all over again, besides diddling my classmates, I would have loved to have uh, played a lot more pinball. Or should I put arcade games in general? No, pinball machines, man. Okay. Find a, a good machine. 
They What's had them, wrong uh, with you? During my Orlando misadventure that I told you about, the uh, the McDonald's we were doing right. time at with the uh, game room in the arcade had many pinball machines. Oh. Some new and some old, you'll be pleased to know. Maybe that's one of the reasons, instead of these uh, violent video games, instead of this gangster rap, maybe we ought to have today's kids play a lot more uh, pinball machines, huh? Did you have a favorite themed one or something? No. Favorite themed well, one? Well, they made pinball machines out of things. Oh, I like the Naked Tab Hunter one myself. All right. Because I like, like to shoot, <laughs> shoot the ball in Tab's mouth. They had the Playboy pin machine, the Charlie's Angels pin, you know, pinball machine. Well, that, uh, like that. that's after me. Baseball these theme. All basic and simple. You know what no. I mean? We didn't have nothing well, so elaborate when like I was bats. a kid 100 years ago. Huh? They had baseball-themed ones where the flippers looked like bats, you know, and the, uh, really? the play area looked like a diamond. I'll be damned. And also, we had the uh, table hockey game, you know. A friend of mine and I, we used to play it all the time. Oh, like uh, yeah, tabletop. Now, uh, the wooden kind? Wooden? Wouldn't you? The, the, the players were like, uh, you could oh. control each player, like little metallic uh, players. Oh, like foosball. Yeah, kind of like that, exactly. Yeah. I love used to play that for hours and hours. I'll kick your ass in foosball. An academic panel investigating the worth of South Korean researcher Wang Woo Suk said Tuesday he suck. Oh, no, they said he fabricated data to support his claim that he cloned human embryos and extracted stem cells from them, capping the spectacular fall of a man once lauded as a pioneer. What an idiot, huh? Well, what, what kind of a jackass does that? The latest revelation by Seoul National University panel was another disappointment to scientists and patients alike. Huang's claim of a cloning breakthrough had offered hope to millions suffering from paralysis and debilitating diseases such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and AIDS. The same panel concluded last month that Huang falsely claimed in 2005 to have developed 11 stem cell lines tailored to specific patients. Wang did not have any proof to show that cloned embryonic stem cells were ever created, the panel said in a report, disputing the central claims in Wang's 2004 paper in, the, paper in the journal Science. In the paper, Wang said he had cloned a human embryo and extracted stem cells from it. But the university cast doubt whether an embryo was cloned, saying there's a high possibility it could have merely been a mutated egg, which could appear to have similar qualities of an embryo. The 2004 paper was written on fabricated data to show that the stem cells matched the DNA of the provider, although they did not, the panel said. However... Here's the good news. Mm -hmm. The panel upheld Wang's claim last year to have created the world's first cloned dog, an Afghan hound named Snuffy. Really ugly, too. Afghan hounds are ugly to begin with. You like Afghan hounds? Not particularly. No. The journal Nature, which published Wang's clone dog article, said today preliminary results from its independent test also showed Snuffy was indeed a clone. That achievement wasn't regarded as important as the cloning of human embryos, though, because Various animals already have been cloned. Hello, Dolly, and all of that crap. The university condemned the fabrication and said they should be punished. The, this conduct cannot be just seen as an act that fools the whole scientific community and the public, the new report said. Just based on the facts of the fabrications that have been disclosed, the penalty has to be severe, as in, but a thing like that. Hang his ass. What do you say? All right, twice. After the break, I want to do that story about the uh, toxic pet food. That, that, is, that is just so pathetic, you know? Did you see it on the news at all? No. And somebody's golden retriever. They had two goldens. Well, and one of them. Yeah. Oh, no, one of the uh, younger ones, she was me? only four years old. She died. And the other one, they had to like, do all kinds of uh, massive, uh, but they saved the, the, uh, the older one. Hey. Anybody who would kill a golden retriever would. Oh. Uh, I mean, I realize it was an accident, but the, the company, they ought to be there right there with that researcher or that, uh, hung, that, that suck guy. Because they suck. Don't you agree? Yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, anybody who's not a dog lover, well, that's for you. 
20, 19 till 1 at QAM. The Emerald Coast is Florida's number one Asian gourmet buffet. is rated by Zagat Restaurant Review. And now, every Friday through Sunday night, you can enjoy Lobster Fest featuring Maine Lobster served Thermidor style. And every night at the Emerald Coast is Crab Fest with Alaskan snow crab legs, Dungeness crab, and Jonah stone crabs. The menu still includes fresh oysters on a half shell and a sushi bar with over 30, About 30 items. The Emerald Coast also serves juicy, delicious, succulent New York steak cooked just the way that you like them to your order and hand-carved perm rib. And on the weekends, for dessert, leave room for the Emerald Coast's famous 40-inch chocolate fountain. You can hand-dip your own strawberries, marshmallows, other decadent treats. Don't forget the Emerald Coast won't give you a bad pounding headache like a lot of those Chinese joints because they don't cook with any crap, no MSG, no cornstarch, no garbage. They cook all their fine cuisine only with cholesterol-free canola oil. So book your reservations at one Emerald Coast relocations and really, when in doubt, pig out in Sunrise, Sunny Isles Beach, and Pembroke Pines. For the Emerald Coast, call 954 572-3822. And be sure and tell Richard that Brett, is he still with us? Yeah. That Brett or uh, Billy or Adam sent you by. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. George Bush keeps saying so. He's improving the U.S. Border Patrol. But statistics show 10 million folks snuck in from Mexico. They're hiding in the trees when they're caught. The feds just set them free. They get fake IDs for 30 cents or more. Your neighbor's lawn. Your neighbor's lawn. Your neighbor's on borders at more holes and a slice of Swiss cheese. Looks like we'll be cooking up more hot tamales. Sometimes I wish I had a fence around me. But I need a maid for my home. 1246, you know, I'm thinking back to the uh, now-ended Greg Reed regime. And you know what? Basically, the word that would describe it, schlock. Remember how many times we complained about the fact we seem to be, like, schlocking our way through life? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> Just put it on the log, fake your way through, and uh, don't bother me with the details. As opposed to the new guy who actually seems to, to be interested in doing business. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like doing some serious business, like the radio business, as opposed to, like, Greg and his uh, friends, his personal Klingon friends. Greg and his charity cases. But at any rate, getting to the uh, dog food thing, boy, this is really serious. Although I never did hear of, uh, what, diamond dog food? Did you ever hear that, Brian? No, no. Diamond pet food? Thank uh, goodness. Our dog has to have uh, special food anyway. Why is that? Um, uh, what do you mean special food? Like pampered and spoiled? No, like medically uh, particular for uh, he gets stones and, uh, you know, that He gets kind of stoned? Thing. Well, in your house, that's no surprise to me. Shotgun. Damn it. He gets stones? Yeah. he's he had like gallstones? Like gallstones has had to have two surgeries already. Really? So he has special low-mineral dog food so that he doesn't build up stones. Well, I'll be damned. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration reports that at least 76 dogs nationwide are believed to have died as a result of eating contaminated diamond pet foods. The company has recalled 19 varieties of dog and cat food because tests showed high levels of aflatoxin, a naturally occurring toxic chemical that comes from a fungus found on corn and other grains that cause severe liver damage in animals. 
The company recalled products manufactured at its Gaston, South Carolina plant from around September to November of uh, last year. Based on sample testing, Diamond has narrowed down the exposure to food produced on October 11th. The FDA and South Carolina Department of Agriculture have launched investigations. Customers who have purchased the recalled Diamond pet food manufactured in the South Carolina plant should immediately stop using it and return any remaining product to the retailer, according to the FDA. The range of the date codes being reviewed are Best by 01 through March 07, Best by 11 June 07. FDA has discovered that some of the recalled product was exported to at least 29 countries, including countries within the EU. These countries have been notified. Diamond officials say they're doing what they can to help affected pet owners. Does that make you feel better about them? Oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if they know Harvey and Maryland Diamond. It's going to take some time to take care of all these customers. We're going to do it, said the company's chief operating officer, Mark Brinkman. Diamond has promised to reimburse pet owners for vet bills and other costs associated with the aflatoxin poisoning, which officials now believe may include pets in Europe and other areas outside the country where the food is distributed. So not only are we killing people all over the world, but we're killing dogs all over the world. Nice going, America. The company set up a call center staffed with veterinarians. The call volume peaked at about 2,000 calls a day last week, Brinkman said. Shanika Stewart has been caring for her ailing nine-year-old Chow, force-feeding the animal with a syringe six times a day since suffering permanent liver damage after eating contaminated dog food. I haven't had any time to do anything but take care of her, said Stewart, a 19-year-old nursing student at the University of South Carolina. She's the number one priority. I get maybe four hours of sleep before she wakes me up. Through relocations from Army bases in Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, and now South Carolina, Coco has been a uh, constant companion for Stewart, his father serving in Iraq. When her own daughter died last year, Stewart said Coco helped her through her grief. It was like she understood. Stewart said she was my best friend. Stewart's other dog, a two-year-old pet bull named Chulo, died last month just after hours after being diagnosed with liver failure. It was only then the family learned of the recall. I, I go to that company. I just throw uh, their brains out, you know, mess with my dogs. Too late now, though. You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying if somebody messes with your dog, it is uh, incompetent yeah. and uh, lax and whatever, I would sue their ass and then uh, shoot their ass or the other way around. And set the dogs on them. That's right. Well, it's kind of late now. What do you miss most about your childhood? This is a scintillating pool. We got a lot of really good stuff in the beginning, and it kind of like petered out. Didn't it? Well, it ran its course, maybe. Maybe these people had crappy childhoods. Who knows? I did. 454, me too. Pretty mediocre. 454, what do you miss most about your childhood? Having no worries, 131. No bills to pay, 50. Playing sports, 50. Fitty, fitty. My old neighborhood, 42. Miss the hood. Saturday morning cartoons, 26. Going to school instead of work, 25. Freedom, 22. Oh, God, to have freedom. To just walk out this door right now into the sunshine, into that frigid, uh, refreshing, invigorating air and say, screw everybody. It's like winning the lottery, right? Right. Summer Vacation, 19. Baseball Card, 16. Diddling My Classmates, 13. Spankings. <laughs> oh, right. Leave it to this guy. I think this explains a lot. It does. Spankings, 10. They're masochists. My parents being healthy, 9. Now, of course, they're old and firm. They got all these. Or maybe they're dead. Halloween Trick and Treat, 9. George's mother's still alive, but like I said... Comic Books 8, Free Speech 7, Spring Break 6, Believing in Santa Claus 6, Bubblegum 3, Recess 2, Pinball Machines, Believing in God, My Allowance, Solamente Uno, each has only one, and Throwing Snowballs Don't Have Any. By the way, How it? Huh? I was going to say, you can get yourself a pinball machine on eBay for 560 bucks. Oh, I can afford that. I, I, I just don't I know where to put it. 
I guess so. I guess I could. Oh, I'm looking at it now. They have the huh? Batman Forever pinball machine. Nah, no, no. Uh, Nicole Kidman's likeness on it. No, not for me. I, I don't really care what uh, you know about that. Uh, that never really interested me. What whatever oh, the yeah. specifics of it. Huh? No, it's the challenge of like uh, batting that thing around, man. Right. Keeping that thing going, and then of course all the nifty sounds right. it makes, and the way it like skyrockets all around in there. Got to keep the ball up. Yeah, exactly. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hi Neil, how are you? Pretty good. Okay, I got a suggestion for your poll. Yes. Uh, being able to eat whatever you want and not think worry about it whatsoever, you know, mm-hmm. all the fat, all the sugar. Yeah, all the all the crap we did to ourselves, and now we think about it, and we're like uh, suicidal. Oh, yeah. Also, um, tomorrow's poll might be the opposite. What did you hate most about childhood? Like bullies and stuff like that? Sorry. Okay, that's a good idea. We'll do that on Friday. And lastly, uh, Louis Anderson was fired from that show for a gay uh, sex scandal. No. Yes, he was. Oh, my God. He was in a hotel, and he repeatedly uh, was propositioning a uh, room service kid. Sounds like uh, Dom DeLuise now. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Oh, and the guy God. hasn't worked since is the sad part. Uh, well, there you go. Too bad he didn't know about that uh, uh, Bareback Mountain movie. He could have been in that. Yeah, he could have just uh, went to that instead. He could have been a helping hand. Okay, thanks a lot. He could have been a ranch hand. He could have played a horse. Right. Horses ours. Louis B. How do you like that? Now, there's a little uh, something we just learned. Now, what, what did he say before that for the poll about uh, what? Oh, he had, he had like a paragraph. No, he, no, he had a suggestion for the poll. Being able to eat anything that you wanted without having right. to worry okay, about the Okay, put that on Eating yeah. whatever you want. And don't miss a word. Eating whatever you want. And what, what about the other poll about the, what did you hate about? Did you do that? No, but I was thinking about that. Like, what, do you, oh. what don't you miss about your childhood? And I was thinking, okay. starving. Well, that, that's for Friday. Yeah. I can't believe we're so far ahead on polls. We got ones for like May already. Although the way things uh, are going, you know, don't plan that far ahead. Although now I think we can. Now we can take a safe <sighs> sigh of relief. Yeah. Right. I'm serious, man. It's like we've been given a, uh, uh, I still say born again. Should have a bunch of billboards all over town. Born again, QAM. Given a second life. After that nasty, dark cloud we operate under all that time. Mystery and suspicion and secrecy and paranoia. I still say Greg Reed was the George Bush of radio. Consulting my ass. That's what he's doing, by the way. That's his new, he's consulting he's my consulting ass. consulting your ass? Yeah. It's a big subject. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I got a question for you, but um, for your poll, I'd say the first time a, a new girl puts her head in your lap, I'd say that's the best for um, childhood years. I see. Okay. Okay. And the question, I, I don't know if you can answer it or not, but uh, oh. <laughs> uh, my wife watches that stupid-ass show, The View. And, oh, uh, I, I would shoot her. I'd just get rid of that bitch. <laughs> and while she T-bows it, and it's on every night, and I just go somewhere, bitch. Nevertheless, she wanted to know, is Star Jones' husband gay or not? I said I'd ask you if I Well, she sure as hell is. <laughs> I don't mean your wife. I mean Star Jones. No, no I, I, heard, I understand. I just, you know, I said, well, if I call him, I'll ask him. He'd know. I would know. Well, well, let me look, let me look it up in my gay directory right after I see uh, if Anna White's turned 60 check, yet. Check your gay dart. Yeah, I'll check my gay dart. Okay, thanks, okay. Pally. Yeah, I would know. I mean, if you're gay, obviously you know who everybody right. in the world is gay. First of all, if I ever saw Star Jones again, it would be much too soon. <laughs> she is That's a lawyer. The View. Oh, my God. Is Baba Wawa still on that show? She has a husband, you know. Yeah, she makes cameos. 
Really? Yeah. It's still her show, technically. She's like the... Yeah, uh, the interview? She can't, even, uh, she can't say it, but it's her show. The view? It's like Tom Brokaw, you know? All the, all the people that don't belong mm-hmm. on Tom Brokaw, Barbara Walters, Vita Cosby, all the people with speech defects with tremendous impediments, people like that. Rock solid. Right. Like Lenny Martez. 12.56, I wonder now that we got the new management, how much more Lenny Martez we're going to be hearing on WQM. I'm looking at our schedule. Oh, and I see Saturday and Sunday and Friday. Oh, I'm so sorry I said that. Friday from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. I guess uh, Eddie K is going on vacation or away for the weekend or something. And then 5 to 7 on Saturday and 2 to 4. Like I said, now that we got a new regime, man, Lenny Martez is going to break out. He's going to really uh, mushroom into a gigantic star. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it takes a while, you know, to correct some of these things. Mm-hmm. 12.56 at QAM. Attention, men, if you have a hair loss problem or if you're currently wearing a hair system, a piece, listen to this message. Charles Alfieri has been supplying and designing hair systems for the showbiz people, politicians, and more importantly, you, the everyday guy, for over 40 years now. 40. Most people say you can always spot a hair system. Well, those are the bad ones. I say, how many good hair systems go unnoticed? You'd be surprised. Charles Alfieri's hair systems are completely natural. They look like real hair growing out of your scalp, designed with just the right amount of hair in the proper recessions. Run your hands through it. It looks and feels just like your own hair. And now, for just 99 bucks. Charlie will custom design a hair system just for you. You try it for a couple of weeks, and if you're happy with the way it looks and feels, it's yours just for an additional $500. And Charlie's so confident you'll be satisfied, he offers you the following guarantee. If you're not completely happy with the hair system, just return it. Charlie will give you back your 99 bucks. That's an offer you can't refuse. Call Charles Alfieri today, toll-free. All you got to lose is that bald spot. Call 1-800-321-2413 and make an appointment. Charlie will sit your ass down and show you how much better and younger he can make you look. Charlie Studios in Fort Lauderdale. Don't forget that toll-free number, 1-800-321-2413, or on the Wicked Web, it's charlesalfieri.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Since Felix Vita has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance went to two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday morning, join Bill Winkle, Jay Moose, and his bully buddy, Saddam Hussein, Uh-oh. for the madcap misadventures of Iraqi and Bullwinkle. United Nations is about to speak. Who cares? Give me that crystal ball. Second, he got up on the wrong side of the bunker. Perhaps a poem will help. Saddam, Saddam, you're one whacked out dude. And just like your oil, you're smelly and crude. Ha ha. Hey, Moose, did you see your squirrel friend? Oh, you mean Rocky? Sure, he's over there. And over there, and over there. Oh, my, Rocky, what do you know about this, Saddam? Don't ask me, ask my auntie. Auntie, auntie who? Auntie Aircraft. (laughs) Join us next time for Oil's Well That Ends Well, or Kiss Your Gas Goodbye. Hey, Moose, what's weather forecast for today? Bummy. Uh-oh. Iraqi and Bullwinkle. Saturday morning on Nickelodeon. I think I'm going to lock myself in this weekend and watch all those Rocky and Bullwinkles that chicken next time, you know? All right. Or City of God. You know, it's good if you smoke a big spliff before you watch those cartoons. Hey, guess what's on the way that you'll have by the end of the week? It's already on the way to you all within right. 24 hours. Thank you so kindly. Primal Fear. Well, it's Can't only wait. $6.99. That's a bargoon. The post is $6.99. I can that. win that in like one uh, uh, flick of the thumb at Woodbine. 
<laughs> or lose a couple hundred. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty of the Verizon and singular wireless line. There's the Alito hearings going on. There's that uh, right winger. To a Supreme Court justice John Kyle. That the traits of character necessary to serve well on the Supreme. Got to be, but about all all this is just uh, just window dressing. It was a dog and pony show. WQAM. Hello. Ah, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I got a good one for you, Paul. That's the most obvious one that everybody that works missed. Summer vacation. I thought we put that on there, John. Yeah, it's on there. It's got uh, 24 votes. We missed it, but it's on there somehow, magically. Well, that's because I'm not reading all the uh, thing. I thought I just got through reading it. I'll do it again. Kill some good time. While those phones are building up to a crescendo, you'll see. Not. What do you miss most about your childhood? Having no worries, 140. Playing sports, 53. No bills to pay, 52. My old neighborhood, 43. The old hood. Saturday morning cartoons, 27. Going to school instead of work, 25. Summer vacation, 24. That ought to be on there. Freedom, 23. Baseball card, 17. Diddling my classmates, 13. My parents being healthy, 12. Spankings, 10. And after that, it's... I just got through reading it. He just evidently was busy dialing in, don't you think? That must be it. Just like this one other call. QAM, hello. Uh, yeah, going to speak to Neil. Speaking. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, that damn noise you did. 560 mix getting pretty damn annoying already. The what? The noise, the screeching noise. The noise of what? You mean that noise? Yeah, or pretty, just the sound of the dial tone? You just going. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty G. What are we gonna do? We better go on satellite radio. Ah, what are we gonna do? Hey, listen, we're high definition, baby. We're HD radio. Nobody owns one yet, but you just wait until somebody starts buying, and we'll be dangerous. I, I've seen one. You've seen one, but you yeah. know anybody who's got one? No. I've seen a few. Well, Duff, Duff has one. Well, Josh, I don't want to hear about it. It's digital. It has an HD radio? Yes. And how do we sound in HD? Oh, crystal clear. No, seriously, does it sound different? Yes. It's clear. It's clean. and uh, then it's Wow. Got to well, we don't want to be too clean. We'll lose the whole audience. WQAM, hello. Hey, I got one for the poll, Neil. Yes, sir. How about turkey tits? I agree, but, you know. Yeah. Cute. And, and you notice how fast... Says oh, yeah. it and like, and there he goes. And yeah, uh, he does. Mm -hmm. like, like that makes a difference. If you say it real fast, that's right. Then the 45 well, delay buttons we got, they don't work. If you also, say it real fast, it's something normal ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, man. Talk about it. that poll we took the other day about stupid. Trust mm -hmm. me when I tell you. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, how about nap time? I work about a 12-hour day, and I'm yeah. telling you, man, I miss the mandatory daytime naps. Mm -hmm. Well, wait till you get to be as old as me, then you'll get it back. <laughs> you don't have to wait. When I grow up, I want to be just like you, man. Oh, God. <laughs> no, don't say that. Good luck to you, Pally. All right. Good luck to you. Nap time. Na that's good. All right. Absolutely. I remember taking naps. I mean, as a little, little kid, yeah, but yeah. who remembers that? Maybe that's it. He's reaching way back. Well, maybe uh, when he was like 10 years old, he was taking a nap. I don't know. Or crap. Five, six, seven. Don't say that or Joyce will be all over us like stink on uh, Greg, man. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. I have a lot of thoughts. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hi. Yes. Uh, I have just something from Neil for the uh, survey. Okay. What is that? Uh, first kiss. Either way, giving, getting. First kiss? First kiss. Okay, thanks. Uh, the way he said that, it sounded like what the sure other did. guy said. For, yeah, he said, first kiss, kiss. He right. just had a little, uh, you know. Got my finger going. There you go. Just calm that finger down, okay? Although I'd stick it in the pencil sharpener a while. 
sharpen it up real sharp, you know? Like the vampires have real sharp fingernails. Aren't you always very suspicious of people with sharp fingernails? Like, uh... I'm suspicious of people with fingernails, period. Right, well, chicks, you understand, that's, uh... No, no, I'm, not, I'm talking about guys. What yeah. kind of guys have fingernails? Gay. No, I don't think so. No, I'm serious. I mean, if you don't Weirdos. bite your fingernails... Oh, or coke fiends. You must have a really stress-free life if you don't bite your nails. I mean, that's part of the that's part of the wonders of having them grow back is that they're there for you to bite off again. I, I don't bite my nails anymore. I do something else instead. I see. I know somebody don't have time to bite his nails because he's afraid that some of the dingleberries might be under him. Although, WQAM, hello. For the poll, pizza parties. Just ask Mo. That was his favorite event. Pizza parties, okay, like it. Uh, what's that little pizza place? Uh, what is it? Oh, uh, Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, please. Hey, Daddy, take me to Chuck E. Cheese, please. That's a okay, brilliant pizza idea, parties. boy. I wish I'd thought of that. What? That whole Chuck E. Cheese thing. A place where the food doesn't make no difference what it is. And it's just right. a place to uh, yeah, get rid of kids. Yeah, the kids run wild, and they serve beer and wine for the adults to right. get loaded while the kids right. play. Right, while the kids are just going yeah. absolutely apeshmit. Right. Perfect. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. I've got an item to add to your poll. Yes. Hebrew school. Hebrew school. I miss it like a tumor, man. Mazel tov. Okay, and uh, happy circus. How do you like that from some old Jew? I mean, some old guy. Goy. Are we putting that on there? Why not? Hebrew okay. school. There would be about uh, ten of us Jews. I don't miss it. What's there to miss about Hebrew school? All those old getskis in there? Dobbin. I miss that neat little shmata on my head. See, that's the one thing when you're not orthodox, you can wear the shmata on your head like it's like on your bar mitzvah. Or a couple mm -hmm. of occasions, but other than that, uh, Schmidt can it. I'm thinking of wearing one just to cover the bald spot. In fact, I, I never wore another one until those Zawani days. Oh, those were glorious days, weren't they? Yeah, Thank you so much, Marvin Raw, man. You're a good, close, personal friend. Love and all it. our good friends at uh, Whammy. Right. Like, who's that? Who's the fag that was uh, head of that thing? Matty Lushman? No, no, I'm talking about the big cheese. Oh, uh, Barry Diller. Barry Diller. Hey, Barry. You fairy. Nice alliteration there. Rhymes and the chimes and uh, et cetera, and two times. So uh, Louis B. Anderson got knocked off of that family feud because huh. he was uh, doing a little hanky-panky, soliciting uh, people. And I never would have thunk it. You, what does that mean? Oh, you mean fat people can be gay, too? <laughs> Just ask Dom DeLuise <laughs> and James Coco. They'll tell you. Although Dom DeLuise has a wife, you know. Does he? Name is Sam. WQAM, hello. Yes. I have one for your poll, and I give a shout-out to George, too. Okay. Um, Put on their marching bands. Marching bands? Like, yes. them are watching them. Yes, for all the band geeks out there. But is that like his playing in them or just watching them? No, playing in them. I'll be damned. You didn't play the tuba, did you? Oh, no, no, no. Melophone, a lot cooler. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Neil. Marching bands. There we go with that. <laughs> oh, man. Now, which one? Uh, Lionel Tate's the, uh, pizza, uh, the pizza shooter burglar. And what's the other one's name? Uh, oh, oh, oh. From Palm Beach. Right. The one no. that shot the teacher. Right. Huh? Uh, dun, Tate. Dun, huh? No, Lionel no, right, Tate. Wait, That's wait, one wait, person, wait. okay? Oh, man. Not Cecil Collins. Cecil was the peeping guy. How's Let's the peeping, forget. Tommy? How's the peeping, Tommy? It'll come to me. That Philip Seymour Hoffman. He is so good. He's you know? great. <laughs> he was so great as Freddy in that movie. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, and I actually have like a little sports car there in Rome. It's so unusual because almost everybody drives those little tiny cars that are about the size of your thumb, you know? Or them scooters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah those gay. Vespas. Oh, those Vespas <laughs> make you really gay. But never Well, you could be John Wayne on one of those things and you'd still look gay. I see. Like Matt Dillon, you mean? 
Right. I, uh, I got to confess, I've been like back and forth and uh, tossing it around in my head. And uh, I like Matt Dillon. Oh, I got no problems with him. Yeah. No, I'm not saying the way you do. I just, he, he's okay. Although I'll tell you one thing in that movie, he looked awfully pasty. He could have used a good suntan. Remember the yeah. scene on the beach there with Judd uh, Law? Jude, Judd, yeah, well, they were all Judd, pasty. Judd Law. Right. Huh? Judd Hirsch. They were Judd Hirsch and Jude Law. Or Jude Hirsch. Brits, weren't they? Sonny Hirsch. I beg your pardon? Weren't they all like pasty Brits in that movie? Oh, and you'll, you'll, when you watch this movie, The um, uh, Primal Fear, mm-hmm. you'll notice that the archbishop has breasts like a woman. Oh, yeah. Because before he finally gets murdered there, he's uh, like running around almost naked, uh, shaving or whatever he's doing. And uh, man, oh, man. Talk oh, about saggy. Man boobs. WQAM, hello. Oh, Neil. Yes, sir. I miss my erections. Well, we have one every four years, or at least we used to. What? <laughs> That's what they say every we have four years. Pills for that, you know. Right. Don't don't start. Okay. Don't start. He started. Twelve minutes after one at five sixty WQAM. Dry Concepts is the best in the universe of making your carpets look just like brand new, and now they want to make your life a little bit easier. During the month of January, Dry Concepts encourages everybody to take advantage of their outstanding maintenance contract. That's right. Their maintenance contract offers you savings and real peace of mind. Enjoy the benefits of their plant carpet dry cleaning service. Not only will you save 50% off their regular prices, but you'll also enjoy the added benefit of knowing that Dry Concepts will be there when you need them, whenever you need them. Dry Concepts is dedicated to the clean carpet approach instead of the common clean, dirty carpet approach. Don't bitch, uh, get fooled by those 1995 specials that leave your carpets soaked for days on end without treating the problems. You made a big investment in the carpets, your upholstery, and drapery. Let Dry Concepts protect your investment and make them all look like brand new. Dry Concepts, Concepts Professional Staff is fully certified, and their service and standard is unmatched anywhere. So do like I've been doing for over 20 years. Take the worry out of having your home sanitized all year long with Dry Concepts Maintenance Program. Call today toll-free in Dade Broward and the Palm Beaches, 1-800-248-5071. When you use Dry Concepts, you really can clean today and entertain tonight. 1-800-248-5071 or on the web, dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 562 QAM. The Miami Heat Show, featuring Pat Riley, Randy Fund, and all Miami Heat players, is on one station. This station, presented by Mikasuki Resort and Gaming. Tune in tomorrow at 8.30 with Hank oh and the Miami Heat Show, exclusively on Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's time to get it on. Wants to bomb all of my land. Absolutely. Go to battle. That is his plan. I think maybe in a month or two, I'll see the president's point of view. Sometime soon, he's going to do it. Sometime soon, a rock will be hit. When his B-50 tooth drop by Then I'll know he's not one to lie He friggin' hits me Bush, he friggin' hits me La 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 He must be thinking we got weapons of mass destruction But we got none Abu Ghraib you know, is there anything dumber in the history of my life than uh, some jackass jock named He Hate Me? Uh, I'd have to think about that. Yeah. 
That's a good poll. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not just names, but just dumb things. Names. That's very uh, hip comes to mind. Yeah. He hate me. 117 at QAM, a bus crash, a bus crash north of Toronto has injured dozens of people, including one seriously. Yes. Today, a bus crash. I'm starting to talk like Dave Strader and Eric Reed. The driver was badly hurt when he was ejected through the front windshield in the crash with a minivan in Caledon. I have no idea where that is. Uh, however, most, mostly senior citizens, the other got away with only moderate to minor injuries. And you know something? This will teach you the Lord doesn't like people who gamble. The bus was traveling from Kitchener, Ontario, to Casino Rama. Oh, boy. I'd teach them if they'd have just gone to Woodbine, where they'd fit in like a rubber glove, they'd have been okay. But no, they're schlepping all the way up to Casino Rama, way up there, like in Barrie. Hey, Barrie. You fairy. So that'll teach them, huh? See, the lengths that people will go to to gamble. See, I think Hank is wrong about that. I think a lot of people who ordinarily would go to Vegas maybe a few times a year. Maybe they'll still go maybe once or twice, but I think some of them will, like, uh, cut way down, like on all the airfare in a hotel. Because by sure. the time you get through paying the airfare in a hotel, you're already so far That's in a right. hole. You know what I'm saying? That's like a whole weekend's worth of gambling. But if you just go up to Pompano or Gulfstream or Dania Highlight or uh, what's the other one, or Hollywood Greyhound, uh, mm-hmm. you can just go over there and plunge all you want. Right. Unless, of course, you're one of those people who doesn't play slots like uh, Josh. Now, let's see. If they got at the, and, of course, the uh, Indians, pretty soon they're going to have like that. Uh, you watch. Within a year, I'm predicting. Class uh, 3 gaming, they'll have the tables. They'll have your craps and your uh, blackjack and all of these uh, All of things. these things. So who the hell will need to go to Vegas? I, I don't know. I just, I mean, uh, Vegas is fun and it's exciting yeah. the first hundred times. People eloping will still go there. People that want to see those shows, things like that. I mean, they have, mm, you know. But I, I don't go to the shows. And quite frankly, those big buffets, I don't need any more of that to kill myself with. So... You know, in addition to it, just about anywhere you go, there's food. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I know that comes as a great shock, but people that go to Vegas for food, I think, need serious assistance. It's just uh, not that there's not great food there, because there sure as hell is, but nevertheless. In addition to which, see, I've never been able to understand. People like, oh, well, yeah, for, for six ninety nine you can get a prime rib dinner. And then they go in the casino and lose 15 grand. You know, well, I, well, I don't understand it. You see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. It's like at Woodbine. You get your points on your player card, and they give you like a free lunch or free dinner. Big stinking deal. Okay, first of all, the food I wouldn't feed to a dead dog, number one. And number two, if you're losing uh, two, three grand, what the, what, free for free for two grand? Right. What is there that? You go. It makes you feel bad. I'd like to have a business like that. Here, I'm going to give you something for free. Give me two hey, or three grand. You could have a business like that. Doing what? Owning a, uh establishment of those uh, kinds. I see. On oh, those establishments, by the way, in Broward, where they were like having those phony gambling uh, scams, us, we, we already had a story on that, I think, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. They're finally closing those things down. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil, George, how you doing? Yo. Okay, how are you doing? All right. Listen, you're pulled today. You got uh, some sort of a date cut off or something there, like high school or junior high or what's Why not, whatever, child. whatever you consider your childhood. Some of the people we talk to, in case you haven't noticed, they're, they're 40 and they're still children. Well, you know, because I don't know how some of these guys are, but I kind of miss having sex without a condom. Uh, you know, nowadays, if you're a single guy, you can't do those things. That's for damn sure, unless you've got a you death know, Not to mention, you know, when I was even younger, well, as they would say today, uh, getting molested by my baby t- babysitter. <laughs> you know what I'm... <laughs> we can, we can put that on there. Oh, yeah. Getting molested by my teacher, babysitter, right. uh, priest, whatever. No, no, sex without a condom, that's good. We can, well, if you were a child having sex without a condom. Well, no, a childhood. He's talking about like teenage years. I know what he's you know, talking not, about. 
What? I said I know what he's talking about. Well, how about like if you're five and you're having sex without a condom? It's good enough for Pam Smart. Oh, yeah, that bitch was on there again the other night. Yeah. See, all you school teachers out there, if you're going to fall in love with one of your students, pick somebody that at least looks oh. human, you know? God almighty. That to make the rest just... of us feel better. In fact, no, I take it back, because actually that kid was uh, pretty grotesque, but the one up in Seattle, what was her name? Mary Kay Letourneau. Mary Kay Letourneau, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Vinnie Piao. When did that spaceship land, huh? Woo. What What was that thing? Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. What the hell was it? Martian. My God, is that thing real? Yes. Cuban-American community activists and politicians land-based the U.S. government decision to repatriate 15 Cubans picked up from the base of an abandoned bridge in the Florida Keys and urged officials to review the country's wet-foot, dry-foot policy. I wonder if that foot that Vanna was showing on there, the 80-year-old foot on the Squeal of Fortune, I wonder if that was a wet foot or a dry foot. Wet foot. That kind of looked like it. Yeah, the, the wet-foot, dry-foot policy. <laughs> if you have a wet foot, you're going back. <laughs> An attorney for the families of the migrants said he planned to file a lawsuit today asking a federal judge to allow the group to return while a local activist vowed to continue a three-day hunger strike protesting the treatment of the Cubans. They were Cubans, Cubans, and therefore they must come in. We need lots more Cubans. The migrants, including a 2-year-old and a 13-year-old, were sent back to Cuba Monday after U.S. officials concluded that the section of the partially collapsed bridge where they landed didn't count as dry land out of the government policy because it was no longer connected to any of the keys. That really is kind of stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the whole policy is stupid to begin sure. with. But, I mean, you know. Make up your mind. Not that I want to come down and, you know, on the same side as some of those green teeth uh, lunatics, but through a legal review, the migrants were determined to be feet wet and processed, feet wet and processed in accordance <laughs> with standard procedure. A Coast Guard spokesman, Petty Officer Dana War, said in a statement, they were feet wet. How do you like that? Hey, oh, my God. There's your Republican administration you wanted so much. U.S. Senator Mel Martinez, Republican of Florida, called the government's decision an example of the complete and utter failure. Not that he was pandering, you understand. Of course. The complete and utter failure of the wet-foot, dry-foot policy, which generally allows Cubans who reach dry land to stay and those who don't to be sent home without an immigration hearing. How about if they like, get within, like, three miles? You know, something like that? Okay. Well, I mean, the, the wet-foot, dry-foot is just so stupid, you yeah, know? It's incredibly stupid. Because they reached an old bridge and not a new bridge, there's a judgment they didn't reach American soil, he asked. The semantics used to return these men and women who have risked so much to reach freedom and are now returned to an uncertain future are an embarrassment, Martinez B. saying. Meanwhile, and of course you know it wouldn't be long before she'd have her four cents in there, that bitch. Mm -hmm. U.S. Representative Eliana Rosanna Dan called the decision absurd. If any crime would have been committed on that bridge, the perpetrators would have been arrested and charged with violating U.S. law, she said in a statement. Ross Layton and spokesman Alex Cruz said the congresswoman would continue to follow the case, but he didn't immediately know what further action she would take. She's too busy at the gay bars. The group left Montanza's province in Cuba late on the night of January 2nd aboard a small homemade boat. The migrants were rescued Wednesday morning by the Coast Guard from the base of the bridge just south of Marathon Key. Mercedes Hernandez Guerrero said she initially was elated to receive a call from her niece Elizabeth Hernandez, telling her that she had heard the last thing we need is anybody else whose name ends in a Z. Oh, sorry, George. No problem. Uh, telling her that she and her husband and their two-year-old son, John Michael, had reached the bridge. John Michael, I wonder if he's kin to Alan Michael on Guiding Light. I said, stay there. The currents are strong. I thought I was giving them good advice, Hernandez recalled. But her joy at her niece's arrival turned to concern. As the days passed, she heard nothing from the group. At least a dozen Cuban-Americans protested the government's decision Monday outside Freedom Tower in downtown Miami. Here we go again. 
Ramon Saul Sanchez, head of the democracy movement, a real uh, Schmidt disturber, a Cuban-American advocacy group who began a hunger strike on Saturday to protest the federal government's treatment of the group, said yesterday he wouldn't stop until President Bush agreed to meet with a commission of leaders from the Cuban exile community about the arbitrary manner in which the wet foot, the webbed foot, dry foot policy is being implemented. Yeah, good luck. Now, let me ask you, if, uh, if a bum had peed on the bridge and they would have touched the wet spot, would that be in American soil? Yes. Okay. Wet foot. All right. If they'd have stepped on it. Sanchez said he's also concerned about the Coast Guard's failure to allow those picked up at sea to contact their families while they're being held on the agency's boats. Both of them. People on both sides of the ocean think their family members have died, he said. Sanchez and others said they were especially shocked by the speed of the repatriation. William Sanchez, an attorney for elders of the Cuban migrants who plan to file a motion asking for the group's return, said he was on his way to file an emergency injunction to halt their return when he learned they were already back in Cuba. Too late. He noted that the Coast Guard's own website states that if immigrants touch U.S. soil, bridges, piers, or rocks, their feet are considered dry. Sounds like something the bridge center would say. Soil, bridges, piers, or rocks. Yeah. Well, you better know your law, mister. Right, because they evidently sure don't, because their feet are considered dry, I, 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 I. But Coast Guard Lieutenant Commander Chris O'Neill said the structure the migrants landed on didn't fall into any of those categories. The bridge is kind of a misnomer, said O'Neill, spokesman for the Department of Southeast Region. He said officials in Washington determined the Cubans should be considered feet wet because they weren't able to walk to land from where they landed. See, if they had just swam a little faster, you know what? Damn it. Well, the cords were strong. Like that bit we got. You know, swim, come on, a little faster, man. Get those feet dry, you <laughs> wet, wet, wet back, wet feet. Wet, wet back. Now, now, what is that? How come the Mexicans get called wet backs and the Cubans are uh, wet, wet feet? Oh, I get that all the time. Do you really? Yeah, they don't know I took a plane, but what difference does it make? 26 past 1 at QAM. It's the Mo Howard David pregame show. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. I think. It's hard to think, see? Yes. Absolutely.
good news about your DVD is that at a grand total, only $9.97. I, see, I just discovered that once you put, well, I already knew this, but I forgot about it. Yeah, you know, once you put your info in there, Amazon.com, you don't have to right. do anything. Just, uh, you know, pick out whatever you want, mm-hmm. click on a couple of things, and but it's on its way to me, to you, it. wherever. It's fantastic. They're great. So that's the good news with the tax and recapable uh, shipping and everything, 9.97. The bad news is it's being shipped tomorrow, but um, delivered January 17th to 19th, so next week. Oh, that's fine. I can wait. Oh, a lot of times they say that, and it shows up like uh, the next they, day. They uh, do. They want to give themselves some slack. Give them a little uh, cushion there, a little cushion. Mm-hmm. Like in the next book, we're gonna have a twenty share. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, two. We're gonna have like a zero share in the next book. Oh, that's across the street. A Tallahassee judge has recommended that State Senator Alex Diaz de la Portilla pay eight thousand seven hundred fifty bucks for election law violations, rejecting arguments that the Miami Republican is too impoverished to pay any fines. Administrative law judge Jeff Clark ruled that the senator enjoys a remarkable lifestyle that goes beyond the nearly 30000 legislative salary that says he says is only income. The fine stem from Diaz de la Portilla's 99 election to the state senate. The senator has waged a running legal battle over election law violations with the Florida Elections Commission, which at one point tried to levy a then-record $311,000 fine for 311 violations. Diaz de la Portilla contended that lobbyists sitting on the commission were seeking revenge because he voted against their clients, a charge denied by commission members. Now the case heads back to the commission for a final decision. The panel can accept the judge's recommendation, order the senator to pay as much as 17 grand for the 17 election law violations that remain after an appeals court threw out the other charges against him. If he's unhappy with the commission's next decision, Diaz de la Portilla could take the case back to an appeals court. Noting that the commission staff sought an $800,000 fine against him five years ago, the senator called the judge's decision a major victory. I feel vindicated, said Diaz de la Portilla, who added he didn't know whether he'll appeal again. This shows that the Florida Elections Commission tried to make a mountain out of a molehill, he said. Diaz de la Portilla and his lawyers had argued that the senator should pay nothing for the remaining 17 violations, saying that most of them were technical. Diaz de la Portilla also argued he couldn't afford to pay the fines, but Clark, citing documents and testimony provided during hearings last year, disagreed. Diaz de la Portilla's personal living expenses exceed his income, Clark wrote. No reasonable explanation has been offered for his ability to maintain this lifestyle. Diaz de la Portilla's net worth will allow him to pay any fine appropriate for the 17 violations of law. Where's the money coming from, Alex, huh? Inquiring minds want to know, where's all that cash coming from? Maybe he's lucky at the track, huh? That's it. That could be it. Bomb found at Starbucks disarm. Remember I told you about this and you mm-hmm. said what? Huh? What? San Francisco, an explosive device was found in a Starbucks coffee shop in central San Francisco yesterday. The building was evacuated and a police bomb squad disarmed the device, authorities said. Una bomba pequeña. A Starbucks employee found the device at about 1.15, 4.15 hour time yesterday afternoon on the coffee shop's bathroom floor. Ever drop a bomb on the bathroom floor in a Starbucks? No, I got good aim. If it had detonated, it would have caused damage. It was what we consider an IED, an improvised explosive device. That's what's killing all those people over there in Iraq, those IEDs, A-M-N. Mm-hmm. The device was not concealed, he said. Gittins would not, uh, this is uh, police spokesman Neville Gittins, wouldn't describe the explosive's appearance. Officers said, maybe it was like that tow-yard turd. Maybe it was as long as his arm. Officers told CNN that police were called to investigate a metal flashlight and determined it was an explosive. The Starbucks employee who found the device told authorities and the building was evacuated along with apartments above the coffee shop. He said a bomb squad team removed the device about 2 p.m. and detonated in a controlled explosion outside the building. The bathroom is kept locked and anyone who entered it would have needed a key from a store clerk who accessed it. Uh, the store hadn't received any threats before after it was found. How do you like that? They open again this morning, though. They're back uh, business as usual. So what do you like better, Starbucks or Tim Hortons? Uh, I've never had the pleasure. Tim no. Hortons. 
And what's the other one? There's another chain, man. There's a coffee shop on every street corner here, every place you go. It's, uh, oh, I can't think of the other one. Well, it's cold, man. You want coffee. All over the damn place. What do you miss most about your childhood? That's our poll today. A fantastic poll question where most of your answers have dried up a couple hours ago, but that's all right. 570 votes. Having no worries, 167. Which, in a, you know, uh-oh, we got a hostage situation. Where is this? Uh, of those uh, employees released from the bank on the phone now. This is Wayne uh, from uh, Osceola County Sheriff's Department joining oh, me now uh, by Beeper. Uh, if you could just bring us up to date on the number of the bank robot employees who are Kissimmee, man. still the inside. Hostage negotiators on scene. Do we have an exact number yet? Now, has the robot got wet feet or dry feet? Or maybe the I bet your robot's got wet feet or treads. Anyway, they got the, a situation in Osceola County at the bank robbery at the Mercantile Bank in Kissimmee. What do you miss most about your childhood? How about going to uh, amusement parks? Well, you still could do that. Well, you still could do that, but we'll I mean, adults only go the adults. You don't have the fun there as an adult. You had the fun there when you were a kid. That's right. Amusement parks. Amusement parks. Side dough. What's wrong with that? Riding the carousel. Having no worries, 167. No bills to pay, 64. Playing sports, 57. My old neighborhood, 45. Summer vacation, 37. Saturday morning cartoons has got... About 30, man. Going to school instead of work, 26. Freedom, 24. Baseball cards, only 18. What a square crowd, man. Didn't everybody you know collect baseball cards? Uh, yeah, for a little Although, didn't my classmate, 17, probably was maybe... There should be a step above. My parents being healthy, 16. Spankings, 12. <laughs> That's the dirty dozen. They like those spankings, baby. Uh, Hollywood trick-and-treating. Why do I keep saying Hollywood? Uh, well, maybe you're trick-and-treating in Hollywood. That's where I do it. Halloween, 9. Comic books, 8. Eating whatever you want and gaining nothing, 7. Spring break, 7. Believing in Santa Claus, 5. Free speech, 7. Sex without a condom, 3. Pinball machines, 3. Bubblegum, 3. Recess, 2. Solamente Uno for marching bands, Hebrew school, believing in God and my allowance, and none for amusement parks or throwing snowballs. Well, amusement parks we just put on there, didn't we? Right. Yes. But throwing snowballs been on there a long time. I guess that we got we don't have any uh, transplanted northerners, huh? Sure, I remember throwing. Or snowballs. or maybe the reason they don't miss throwing the snowballs is maybe they don't miss the snow. Right. Is that possible. It's possible. They don't miss the it's snow done. and the sleet and the ice shoveling on their snow. fat ass. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Central Station, where two of America's worst singers are begging for money. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bad Street Boys. In the middle of the night, I go walking in my sleep. Wow! Hey, buddy, how about a dollar? Give us a dollar. Why am I going to give you a dollar? Oh, for the appreciation of the music. We're in a cave. Woohoo! That was horrible. We take requests. We appreciate you. Oh, he doesn't like Billy Joel. That's probably what it is. How about a little Elton John? La, 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 the sound of shine, and then my beat just goes so fast. Fast. Yeah. I think my ears are bleeding from that one. What's the matter with you? You guys are horrible. What he doesn't you... like Elton John. Well, wrong. You know what? How about something for the kids? How about a little Christina Aguilera and Beautiful? Oh, you're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know what? You know what? 
Here's ten dollars. All right. Be quiet. Stop singing. I really gotta go. Wait a minute. For that, we've got to do something a little special. Encore. No. No. You are the sunshine of my life. Harmony. That honestly left me speechless. I knew. The Bad Street Boys. The Bad Street Boys! You know what that reminds me of? Todd Dreck and his performance yesterday morning. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I see similarities there. In other words, okay, uh, do whatever you want, just go away. Oh, no, uh, but a beep, but a boop, you know what I'm saying? And you weren't even able to see the dancing. Oh, I'm sure. There's a dance that goes away. Uh, I, I, I seen it. I seen it. I got another good one for the poll. That's going to get a lot of votes. Okay. What do you miss most about your childhood? Nothing. It sucked. Oh, there you go. We yeah, almost that, forgot the, right. that choice. Well, for described. all those people looking for a place to go, a lot of people out there had mm-hmm. terrible childhoods, uh, childhood. And Is I that what you Jackson were, would say? Childhood? Right. I sent you a fax with a very good suggestion on there. No, I didn't get it. Oh, it's right there now. No, it's not. Okay. Is it coming? It's coming. I don't hear the machine even yawning. You know that yawning sound the machine makes me? I don't hear it do nothing. Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon, recovering from a major stroke, moved his left hand and his right hand and right leg with more strength than before, his doctor said today. You know what they got? Uh, how they got him to move his hand? I give up. Because it's almost uh, Purim, and they had a tray of humantashen, and they held it about two feet away from the bedside. And all of a sudden, he's re- reaching out and touching it. Movement of his left hand is significant because the left hand is controlled by the right side of his brain, which was damaged by the stroke he suffered January 4. There is no immediate danger to the Prime Minister's life, said his anesthesiologist, Dr. Yoram Weiss. Metaphorically speaking, we're right on the edge of the cliff. We were right on the edge. Now we're five meters back, 15 feet. How do you like that? Not exciting? He was right on the edge, and now he's a few feet back. That fax ain't coming, by the way. You might want to, like, resend well, it. Or... I, uh, no, I had to cancel the fax that was coming through. Somebody is sending us uh, the cover page of your web page on the fax machine. And what does that mean? I, I don't know. I don't know why, but somebody's faxing the image of the front page of Neil Rogers. Dot com. Right. And now here comes something on my end. I just heard that beat, that uh, like that. There you go. God, is that exciting. American troops in Baghdad yesterday blasted their way into the home of an Iraqi journalist working for The Guardian and Channel 4 in England, firing bullets into the bedroom where he was sleeping with his wife and children. <laughs> Ali Fadil, who two months ago won the Foreign Press Association Young Journalist of the Year Award, was hooded and taken for questioning. He was released hours like, hooded? How do you like that? Right, you know, Maybe those decorative they, hoods. He was one of the boys with the hood. Dr. Fed Hill is working with Guardian Films on an investigation for Channel 4's dispatches program into claims that tens of millions of dollars worth of Iraqi funds held by the Americans and British have been misused or misappropriated. How do you like that? Must be just a coincidence they yanked him off with a hood. Boy, the troops told Dr. Fed Hill they were looking for an Iraqi insurgent and seized videotapes he had shot for the programming. These have not yet been returned. The director of the film said yesterday, the timing and nature of this raid is extremely disturbing. It's only a few days since we first approached the U.S. authorities and told them Ali was doing this investigation and asked them to then grant an interview about our findings. We need a convincing assurance from the American authorities that this terrifying experience was not harassment and a crude attempt to discourage his investigation. Dr. Fadhil was asleep with his wife, their three-year-old daughter, Sarah, and seven-month-old son, Adam, when the troops forced their way in. They fired into the bedroom where we were sleeping. Then three soldiers came in. They rolled me out of the floor and tied my hands. When I tried to ask them what they were looking for, they just told me to shut up. I like that. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Right. Excellent. My, it's just a coincidence that he was investigating all that uh, misappropriated crap, you know? 
That's right. Here's a fax from uh, Jose who says, I have a great one for the poll. If it hasn't already been taken, I miss returning Coke and other soda bottles for money. I think this is number one. Might not be number one, but it's a good choice. Brian from Kendall in Miami, and then on the bottom it says Jose. I don't understand that. Do you? Maybe that's his uh, pseudonym. Oh. No, it's not going to be number one. No, but it's a good one. I used to do that. Returning soda bottles for money. For deposit, sure. Oh, there's a lot of adults doing that now, going through the Dempsey Dumpsters. Right. That's the only way I ate. Really? Well, that and school lunches. I see. How sad. Poor George, one of these days, maybe on Monday when I'm off for the holiday for the Martin Luther King Day, maybe Monday you can tell the story of your childhood. Yeah, maybe. And At uh, least the non-X-rated parts before you went to Montana and started like, you know. When I would catch those bottles in, guess where we would take the money for food? Probably a liquor store. Right next door to Royal Castle. Really? Where you could get a full meal with just Well, what a concept, yeah. man. Speaking of Royal Castle, how's Wayne doing? It's already the uh, 10th of February. I'm sure he'll be letting us know. I'm sure Wayne will be uh, right on top of things. Won't that be great when he's be open selling his little Neely Burgers? And then Rochester White Hots, which is a hint for the poll for uh, tomorrow. Boy, I love the poll tomorrow. It's one of those food polls. Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, I got uh, two propositions for your poll. First, okay. uh, first my lips, and second, my <laughs> anus. <laughs> That was cute. Wasn't that cute? What happened to the cycle? I've got two sets of lips. Great. Somebody QAM, hello. Hi, is this George? Yes. Hey, George. No, this I just sent that back. I wanted to clarify that. <laughs> what it was was I own a company that's under Jose. My name right. is Brian. I own a company that does endoscopy. It's like medical scopes that uh, go everywhere, if you know what I mean. Well, I've had that. I've had both ends, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I just wanted to clarify that up. I didn't think it would go through, but, you know, I wanted to get that back through. And I want to help you clean off that real good when you don't want to do that procedure. What? Hell yeah. Oh, I, they have to be clean before we even, you know, get them in our hands, so to speak. <laughs> I would think so. Okay, yeah. thanks a lot, Brian. Or whatever name you're going by this week. How do you like that? Maybe, maybe that's what the Jose comes from. I give him the hose, eh? Hey, hoser. <laughs> Not me, him. Governor Kathleen Blanco left for Holland yesterday to learn how the Dutch created a huge flood control system that protects the land much farther below sea level in Louisiana. The trip means the Democratic governor will miss President Bush's visit to New Orleans, scheduled for Thursday. I'm sure it's not, not a coincidence. Blanco said her trip had long been scheduled when the White House informed her about the president's trip to Louisiana. The governor was among more than 40 government, business, and education leaders, including Senators David Vitter and Mary Landrieu, who took the trip in hopes of learning how to create levees and floodgates strong enough to withstand a storm as large as or larger than Katrina, which overwhelmed New Orleans' flood control system. What I'm gathering is that we have a lot to learn how to make levees that hold up under difficult conditions, Blanco said. I believe it will be a very valuable trip. Landrieu, who organized the trip, said she spoke with Dutch ambassador to the U.S. after Katrina broke New Orleans' flood walls and levees. Landrieu said the ambassador told her about that country's flood of 53 when 1,800 people died. He said, why don't you all come over and see what we've done since then and smoke a big fat one. Katrina's been blamed for more than 13... Let me say it again. Don't go to Amsterdam. Let's just go there once, okay? Just go there once. I mean, you guys want to go, and you'll go there once and say, hey, right, this is really great. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like going to Boston. If you went to Boston now, you'd say, hey, this is really great, but it's, it's not. Yeah. Once upon a time, it was. It's like if you went to, like, uh, Rochester, you'd say, this is, uh, this really sucks. This is Neil Rogers. And you this say, yes. is 560 QAM. 
week like maybe friday what did you hate most about your childhood is the offshoot of this one is that what you said okay that's what the caller said and i concur i see how about all of it no it wasn't it wasn't all bad the no. baseball cards sniffing at uh, bubble gum sure sniffing a few things what did you miss most about your childhood having no worries 177 worry free no bills to pay 69 playing sports 61 my old neighborhood 47 summer vacation 39 saturday morning cartoons 31 Going to school instead of work, 28. Freedom, 24. My parents being healthy, 20, instead of old and feeble, or maybe six feet under. Diddling my classmates, spelled with one D, 18. Baseball card, well, uh, you know, that's, that's a, it's a Josh, it's one D guy. Diddling your classmates. Diddling my classmates, 18. Baseball cards, 18. Diddling my baseball cards. Spankings, 12. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet you he enjoyed those spankings. Eating whatever you want and uh, gaining nothing, 11, everything else, a single digit. Bye, bye, bye. When it comes to sports. Blue 89, Blue 89. We, the authority. Are you sure? Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. I'm Todd Kelleher. All for me. <laughs> 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 